Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am your host, Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price and Tim Buck, too, the man in the middle. Gentlemen, Happy New Year. Happy 2023, sir. We are here. I can't believe how fast this year has gone. We've been, with, we've been with Redline for almost a full calendar year now. Um, the other day on my Facebook memories was our one-year anniversary with joining the Steel City Renegades for when we were guests. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the second, I think, I think it was the second of January last year. Well, and funny that we're doing it again this weekend. And then, yeah, here we are. Brown Steelers this Saturday. Quick plug for Steel City running lates. Uh, we will be there. On time. We'll be there on time. The show's supposed to start at noon. I can't guarantee that that's when it's actually going to start, but we will see. We will do our part to contribute to the untimeness. As always, talking about balls is punctual as fuck. We are here, 7 o'clock on the nose. We are always ready to go. Um, what a week. What a weird week. Uh, I'm sure all of you are well aware of the Buffalo DeMar uh, Hamlin, sorry, DeMar Hamlin um, incident, if you will. I don't even know what else weirdest, to call it. Weirdest fucking thing I've seen ever. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's the talk of the town. I figure, obviously, we're going to talk about it for sure. Uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it, though, because I, I don't want to be cold <clears throat> or anything like that. Uh, I feel bad. I absolutely do. It's a horrible, tragic incident. But at the end of the day, the show must go on. Um, like I get the canceling of the game that night. Sure. I get that it. makes sense. There's a zero chance that any side of that, that field was going to be able to fully play a football game. Right. That I understand. Yeah. I, I don't understand why there's even talk of canceling this weekend though. That makes no sense to me. I, again, not to be morbid. I know it's going to come off that way and it is what it is. Uh, subly, um, long time. No, see no texting and driving, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Right. That's very dangerous. Uh, if you're a police officer and you're watching the show right now, look out for Lee. He is <laughs> definitely on the road. So go ahead and pull him over. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the guy for sure. But at the end of the day, what does not playing do? It's not going to help him. Nothing. It's not going to hurt him. Nothing. Uh, the other guys have games to play. There's a playoff supposed to be starting next week. There is a Super Bowl in a month and a half or whatever. Uh, less than that, actually. What really do you expect? Would, it, would everybody just going to sit around and sulk for a fucking week? I, I haven't heard word come from any NFL office about potentially canceling this weekend. It's always it's just been media members driving it. It's it's been media. zero chance that Goodell's going to be like, oh, wait, we're just going to cancel week eighteen. Yeah, I mean, football. the only news about Sunday that the NFL came out with today was uh, the Ravens and Bengals are playing at one o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. Like they doubled down and, and let everyone know the time. So yeah, it's like that's we're it. not canceling games. You're playing at one o'clock. Yeah. Here's what we're doing. Um, again, I feel bad, but it, it, like look at some other things. Horrible incident. If you guys that didn't see it, uh, T. Higgins ran into him. Normal football play. Didn't see anything out of the ordinary. Ordinary uh, Makes the tackle. Hamlin did. Gets up. Kind of like celebrates for a second. And then all of a sudden just collapses. Went into cardiac arrest. Uh, was given CPR. Uh, they used a, a defibrillator times, yeah. on him. Uh, the, the CPR was going on for nine minutes, which not good. And you only, you only do CPR if you're you're dead. I mean, if you're yeah, basically you're bringing him back to life. Yeah, That's I why mean, you had to do all that. Uh, so he literally was dead on the field. Uh, first and foremost, let's give shout out to the the EMTs that were there. Because yeah. I mean, I don't think they're getting enough love. People are more so just worried about like the players that had to look at it and things like that. But those EMTs had to jump on there and they had to um, revive him. They saved his life for what it is. Uh, again, 
I'm not a doctor, but it's just science. It's a medical fact that after about five minutes, if you're getting CPR, you start to have major brain damage. Yeah. Uh, at about 10 minutes, they probably would have given up CPR, honestly. Uh, as sad as it is to say, he was at nine minutes getting CPR, which means luckily too. They, I mean, Cincinnati has one of the best cardiac hospitals too. I mean, yeah, right, right that across is the very, street. very convenient. Uh, the EMTs again that were on scene jumped on it. Uh, they got to him right away. They, I think they had him off the field within like five, uh, within like fifteen minutes, I believe. Like, yeah, because they, they it took the about ten minutes for the CPR. Then yep. they got him on the cart. They got him out of there. They administered oxygen. Uh, they did a really good job. But I hate to say it, but it, I don't think there's going to be a positive outcome of like he's going to be okay and have some sort of, you know, decent life. I really think there's going to be severe brain damage yep. that's irreversible. Uh, again, I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade, but that's just the facts. That's just science. Uh, Kevin, I, I, I think that, that that's talked about. I think that that's one of the things they're, they're discussing. I just don't see it happening. Unfortunately, I don't see it being pushed back a week. No, um, like I said, the NFL already came out today yeah. and they were like the Bengals and bills, or I'm sorry, the Bengals and Ravens play at one o'clock on Sunday. Like it's an unfortunate circumstance. I mean, but there's been players that have died, you know, before during Sean the, Taylor the, murdered middle of the season. They kept playing. They played that week, nine um, 11. Uh, they took one week off and went right back to football. Yeah. 9-11 was a tragic incident for the whole country. It wasn't yeah. just one person that had an unfortunate incident. Uh, Ryan Shazier got paralyzed, middle of the field in Cincinnati. Horrible experience. I mean, uh, everyone else thought he could have been dead. He, he came off the field. They yeah. played the rest of the game. I, mean, Owen I, I, I think the only thing that's going to is going to affect is going to be the bills going forward. Sure. Unfortunately, I mean, it sucks. I don't, I don't think any other teams going to be affected by this. Hence why I don't think they're going to push it back a week or cancel games. Um, however, I think the bills might be in for an issue might be in for a sure. struggle here. Um, just a, a couple of things. One, they're now missing out on a potential win a game that that game's canceled. There's no yep. signs of it being rescheduled. Um, and they're, they were playing for number one seed. Yeah. So now that game potential is off the table. Now, mentally, they have to deal with the fact that their teammate died on the field, basically brought back to life. Now he's not doing so in the hospital, still in critical condition. That's going to weigh heavy on them. The secondary, definitely. Mm -hmm. And their defense is already struggling yeah, for I mean, injuries. He, was, he seems like a decent guy, you know, really good guy. Uh, as far as as a player, he was a backup. Yep. He was only starting due to injury. Uh, not that that like lessens him by any right. stretch. No. It's not what I'm trying to still get a at. good player. I'm just saying that that NFL. shows you the depth of the bills. They were already on a backup and now he's clearly out for the season. Right. I would assume I'll, I'll check Adam Schefter's Twitter, but I don't think he's playing the rest of the year. Uh, I just, it, it's, it's a super unfortunate, but then you're going to reach a point where, where does the, where does the line end? Yeah. Um, Dak Prescott's brother, for those of you that don't know, committed suicide. Dak Prescott had to keep playing. They didn't just say, all right, Cowboys, you guys take the week off process this. You know, tragic things happen to people all the time. How many times do you read about parents or, or uncles or cousins or brothers or, you know, sisters of, of athletes that die and the player has to go play that day or, you know, anything tragic. Yeah, I, I think I think what sucks about it is the fact that it was witnessed by so many people. I mean, sure. how many times do you see something tragic like that happen? I think that's that's what people are trying to wrap their mind around. I mean, mm -hmm. if you think about it, was it two years ago? I remember that soccer player had the same thing happen yeah. on the field. Mm -hmm. I had I had a heart attack on the field. And that became a huge, it, yeah. it, it blew up. The yeah. whole world talked but about it. Not even 20 minutes, not even two hours later, they played another game. The Atlanta Hawks announcer. I know it's a different story, but the Atlanta oh, Hawks had that seizure. He had a heart yeah. attack or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, mid-game, he collapsed on, on the court, sitting there at his desk, and they kept the game going. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I, I truly hope everything works out for him in the end. I mean, sure. shout, shout out to the shout out to people, though. I mean, do you think you see his toy 
toy fund yeah. over like five million dollars now. I think it's up to six right now. Is it? That's yeah. insane to me. It started off like one hundred and thirty-five thousand before yeah. going into the game, which still that's nothing to joke about. No, not at all. But as soon great, as this took place, cause. someone it must have been put out there. They found his toy drive. Now it's over. You said six million dollars. That's that's crazy. I think I saw Tom Brady gave like ten thousand or a hundred thousand. That's or something amazing. Like that. I mean, that's... Uh, Andy Dalton and his wife, like so many like athletes and and and. Uh, celebrities and stuff have donated a ton and shout out to normal people that yeah. have donated a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. That's a great, that's a great Your thing. average Joe's. I won't say normal people. It, you it's, know what I mean? it sucks that this happened. I mean, I'm glad that there's that that's happening, but I mean, I'm, I'm hoping he, hey, the positive note is he's, I think the last update I had was that he's now down from hundred percent oxygen to 50% oxygen, mm -hmm. which is in the right, right direction. He's still in a medically induced coma, which is what he needs to happen in order to make sure they can test and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um and this morning they said they had to turn him over to relieve pressure, which I would assume that means on the brain. Um yeah I'm not then, positive. And then hopefully things still continue to progress. Um but no I, I don't know what the outcome is going to be. No one knows. But you know what? I hope everything works out for the best. Yeah I mean again horrible horrible situation but the show must go on. Um you you just you can't stop football because of one guy's horrible incident. It, mm -hmm. Again, it's terrible, but he was a backup. He was a guy that wasn't a household name. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to lessen him again, please. I'm going to preface that. But when Sean Taylor was murdered mid season, that's a guy who was a, a an all pro pro bowl or whatever. He was a great player. Everyone in the world knew Sean Taylor, at least yeah. in the football world, he died, got murdered. And they just, they, they put a sticker on their helmets. They, they went out there, they did 10, 10 people on the field for the first play in honor of him. And they went on with the season and they gave him a horrible fucking statue. And then they waited about 10 years to embarrass the shit out of him with a monument that only Washington could do. Only Washington. I mean, Jesus Christ. It was bad. Let's move on from the sorrowful parts. <laughs> Getting I just, depressed already starting I the show. To, well, I wanted to start the show off with something a little more exciting, but Dude, we need like ominous music I just in the background. We would we follow about suit this. with every other show in the world this week that literally just oh, the I show see. started and they went right into talking about yeah. him. Um, something happened on Monday. It sucks. Yeah. Again, unfortunate. We hope for the best. Uh, first, I want to I want to throw some people under the bus about this situation first, though. Um, the fucking losers that are are standing outside of his hospital for oh. to be on the news <laughs> in doing interviews because they're wearing a fucking bills jersey outside of his hospital that's so fucking just disrespectful and disgusting if i if i'm being honest i i, I hate the the fucking idiots doing that you don't like the attention um, grabbers yeah it, last i checked i'm not religious i don't know shit about praying and all that shit isn't that supposed to be kind of like one-on-one -on -one with you and the big man if you're into that kind of shit if you believe in God, that isn't is it like a, it's like a birthday wish. Like you're not supposed to tell anybody. Like oh, if you're no, praying, no. it's like throwing a coin. These the guys water. are like, all right, we got to go stand outside of the hospital, get down on a knee, make sure my Josh Allen Jersey is on and crisp and, and ironed, And I want this news guy to see me fucking doing it. It's infuriating. I hate seeing that kind of shit. Shame on the people that are doing it and shame on the news stations that are covering it and interviewing these fucking idiots that are just like, yeah, I traveled to Cincinnati from Buffalo and cause he's in the hospital. I figured I'd come to the hospital and pray for a photo op let's let's blame the news managers because they're the ones that say you have to go out there and do something oh for sure yeah. because <laughs> i mean that's the thing like people like field yates from espn he was the one that was retweeting all these stories and i know it's not his fault it wasn't espn it was a separate news entity and i really wanted to comment and just be like dude get the fuck out like stop showing this shit yeah. but everybody else will just be like oh you're so cold and have a heart and it's like I, I feel bad for the fucking guy in the hospital not for the guy outside fucking praying to be on the camera that's that's bullshit I feel bad for his family that's upstairs watching him fight for his life. That's who you should be concerned about. His teammates, uh, his 
Higgins. T Higgins is the one who made the contact with him, albeit totally fine hit. Nothing wrong with it at all. I think we can all agree with that. It was a normal football play. T Higgins, I heard, stayed at the hospital with him overnight. Yeah. He felt that's so amazing. bad. That's amazing. Like, that's a great thing. And guess what? I didn't even know he did that till today. I didn't see pictures of him. I, there, there wasn't a news spread outlet of him. No, but you knew about, you knew about Jimmy Bob outside praying for I him. I knew right? about this guy because he yeah. wore his fucking bright blue Josh Allen and his fucking Zumbas or whatever they're called, those fucking cheetah print or whatever, like the, the zebra print weird Oh, that's clothes. a thing? Yeah. You, oh, it's, nope. it's, a, it's what Mojo Riley used to wear. Oh, I those the name things. Of them. It's MC, Hammer, MC Hammer pants? Yeah. Like, okay, But they were the ones that are all like multicolored. That's what Bills fans like to wear. They wear uh, into that shit. But these guys are just wearing these stupid outfits out there trying let's, to get uh, the news. Let's throw let's pour one out for the homies of all these Super Bowl fantasy leagues. They got fucked up this weekend too because of that. Uh mine worked. <laughs> I actually uh before the game, I was up by four. Yeah. He had nobody left, my opponent. I had T. Higgins, ironically. Uh I benched him. Just I put, in case he fumbled it four times. Or I didn't know if you know, does ESPN have like if you murder somebody on the field, you lose five points uh. or something like that? <laughs> I wasn't will, I wasn't willing to lose my fantasy championship. We, so. couldn't, we couldn't go away for that. I, joke. I couldn't. I had to do it. I'm couldn't sorry. Everybody. You guys know how I am. Um. <laughs> I, 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 I luckily I won mine too. So congratulations, you won yep. yours. I won I'm mine. A champion. So two we champions about up here. Champions. A uh, couple things here. I I agree, Sharon, for sure. Uh, life goes on. It, it's unfortunate. And then you think about that. If if you're working your day job and a guy next to you keels over, has a heart attack, and dies you're probably coming to work in the next couple of days. Maybe yep. they give you a day or two off, but you're going back to work. The, the place has to keep running. That's yep. just a business. Um, again, feel bad for the guy, but it, it's going to be going on almost a week now. Once we hit this weekend, let the games go. Come on, let's just play the season out. Uh, the Bills and Bengals, that game will never be played. Uh, give them nothing. Don't give them a, a draw, a win, a tie, nothing. Uh, just, nothing, nothing you can do. I it mean, is what I, it is. I, I'm curious to see how they do address it if they do address it. I mean, because they haven't, they have yet to come out and say this is a for sure. All they've said is that it'll happen. My my guess is after the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win, there there's no way they can lose the one seed. So if they win, I think they'll just say we're not playing this game ever because it doesn't really make that big of a difference. But if the Chiefs lose, then they might play that game because the Bills could take or the or yeah, the Bills could take the one seed. Yeah. So with nothing on the line, so really, just, for the one seed. And that's going to suck for both teams because no matter what, you're going to be playing that game on short rest. Yeah. Whether it's coming into that game yep. because you're going to play it after this Sunday or you're going to play it later next week and you're going into playoffs next week. Or the NFL does have one wiggle uh, wiggle week, if you will. Uh, the week before the Super Bowl, they have no games. That's so the, they could push the quote-unquote Pro Bowl week. So that was the rumor that I was hearing early in this week was that they might say move week 18 back to next weekend. This weekend, literally just Bills and Bengals only. There's one game on national TV. And then the next week's week 18. And then you go right into the playoffs and there's no bye week. Or there's no there's no week off between mm-hmm. the Super Bowl and the AFC, NFC but championships. they can't do that until they see what happens with the Chiefs, though. That's my guess. Yeah. And they're not going to they're not gonna wait till Saturday to make that move. And I, I forgot who the Chiefs are even playing. I Raiders. think it's the Raiders. So, I, I mean, and let's, dollars to donuts. The and, Chiefs aren't losing that game. And side note, uh, Patrick Mahomes is playing for a big incentive bonus this weekend. Yeah. he's They're not losing yeah. that game. Um, spoiler alert for our picks later. I'm taking the chiefs. Uh, well on a brighter note, we don't have a, a a visual for this one, but, uh, this is how I really wanted to start the show. Uh, next week we have a great episode. I'm really excited for everybody to watch it. It is the Tim special. It is called the tabbies. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing the first ever talking about balls award show. No, we've done it before. Have we? Yeah, we did it like our first year recording. Oh, yeah, we did. We did like an SB kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to be doing something similar. Uh, but 
literally we're going to make up the categories however we want. Um, I am not going to tell anybody like what they have to do. Personally, I'm going to go with some easy shit like uh, my favorite movie of 2022. It doesn't have to be. There are easy rules for this. It doesn't have to be from 2022. It's just something you maybe saw for the first time. Uh, could Boots. have been a, a movie from 10 years ago that you just happened to finally see and you loved it. You can say that was my favorite movie of the year. Uh, favorite TV show, favorite album, favorite fucking food that you had. I don't care. It could favorite, be anything. Favorite drug you did? Literally, yeah, whatever. Cool. Favorite nice. favorite dick you All sucked right. in the bathroom. I don't care. Tell me more. Favorite fart you did while we're doing a show? Uh, Tim's got too many of those to pick just one. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, he had like three nominees for, for that could have won. So. <laughs> and that's just one week. I can't even remember going back. The best supporting um, actress goes to his chair seat that's taking all that beating from his ass I right now. I feel bad. Wait till you see who announced it. <laughs> yeah. can't wait to hear from them again um but yeah so next week we're gonna do the tabbies we're gonna all go around and, and pick our own categories you could do literally you could, even if you have only two uh uh nominees for a category i don't care give whatever you want give awards out for whatever the fuck you'd like we're still gonna do a normal show we're gonna talk sports we are gonna throw in some tabbies every now and again give some awards out it's gonna be fun some new something new i, to I do think to start all the, the people who usually tune in and watch us during our show is it should come up with their own too and that's you know, yeah. While we're doing our show, you while guys we're doing it, everyone in the comments, let me shit. know what your favorite shit of the year was. If you had a favorite movie, a favorite TV show, don't do it today, people. I know there's people out there that don't really listen, and because I said that, I'm going to start reading, and I'm going to they're going to be like, "Oh, I really like this show." Like, I don't fucking care. Tell me next week. All right, take a week to my think about it. My favorite NASCAR is uh is uh Dale Earnhardt. Another one. They fucking moved on with NASCAR when Dale Earnhardt died on the fucking track. Dude, they actually took like two weeks off. Well, that's just because they're hillbillies, <laughs> and they all had to go to the funeral and. <laughs> They all had to drive, and they got a bunch of DUIs down there. And they took had to, a while to get there. All they took his left turns to get. They there. had to cry on their cousin's shoulders <laughs> and relieve some stress. It's a whole thing with those hill jacks. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> next week the tabbies. Very excited for that. Um, so tune in, tune in for that. Can't wait. But again, we will be mixing in sports shit. So don't think you're coming into us. It's just it's going to be a shorter week of picks because the playoffs are starting. So I figure we'll have a little bit more time to fill. Works out beautifully. Maybe, unless the NFL fucks off and suspends this week like a bunch of idiots and we should have done the tabbies today. I guess we'll find out. Then we'll just play video games next week. We'll play Madden while we're on there. There you go. And then we're going to turn off injuries and fatalities on Madden next week so <laughs> nobody has to see anything. Uh, oh always always looking out for just our couldn't audience. couldn't give it a week, huh? Just could not give it a week. I can't help myself. These things just, they, they, they're so easy. I can't help it. I don't know if Madden has that setting, but I'm gonna I'm gonna email them and be oh, like, 2024 is gonna have it. I'm you guys sure, have to do so. this. I think you're I think you're thinking about Blitz. <laughs> oh, that's what they were. I love NFL Blitz. That's it looked like playing. it. We need like one of those zoom in cameras, like where it shows you what they broke. You know, after you get tackled or something. As long as your player has 99 speed and 99 CPR, you're gonna be in good shape. <laughs> you're gonna be in good shape. Holy Christ! All right. <laughs> All those people who believe in God, they're not. They're they're wishing bad things right they're, now. They're not listening right now. They're outside of the hospital praying to get on the news. So they're not even paying attention right now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, because we did start off with uh, the Hamlin incident, we're talking about other teams and the Browns. Let's get into our uh, recap for last week. We'll do the Browns uh, after the recap. I wanted to switch up the the style. I feel like every week we kind of go in the same order. I wanted to spice it up a little bit. So let's, spicy. Uh, that's what I like to do. Right, like let's to throw a little, you know, throw some crushed red pepper flakes here on the show. Spice shit up a little bit, which for me, that's enough spice. That might be too much. Actually, I'm a little bit of a pussy and I'm I, more than okay with that. I like a little spice in my life. 
Not me, honestly. Like I like it spicy. I've said it before. Frank's Red Hot can sometimes be a little much for me. I do not like Frank's heat. Red Hot's perfect for like eggs in the morning. Mm, so good. Even then, I put it on and I'm like fucking sweating it like <laughs> for breakfast. I shouldn't be sweating at breakfast. Uh, if my computer would actually show me the week 17 scores, that would be fantastic. But it doesn't seem to want to do that right now. But we can just start off with, I know Thursday Night Football uh, last week was the Dallas Cowboys against the Tennessee Titans where Joshua Dobbs started for the first time in his career. Cleveland's uh, actually did pretty well. Cleveland's hero for a little bit. He, he, did pretty he well started off decently. Um, I'd say the first half kind of looked like they had a chance. I got excited because I was playing the uh, I was playing Dak in the Super Bowl, and I was oh really? I texted the guy I was playing. I'm like, damn, what happened to Dak? And yeah, not so good. Not I good. had uh, Zeke on my fantasy team trying to get the championship. So he got you some points. He did. He actually he got a touchdown early, and then he kind of stopped touching the ball. And I'm not gonna lie, I got a little scared. Here we go. Thank you, Tim, because my computer I can't get any of the websites to show me anything. Um, well, well, how good your memory of the games? How many did you watch? As many as I could. Here we go. I got it now. Okay. Um, yeah, so Thursday Night Football was the Cowboys against the Tennessee Titans. Cowboys win 27-13. Really nothing too exciting. Um, then you go to Sunday. Some fun ones. Uh, some fun, some games that shouldn't have been that exciting that I really cared about because of online gambling in Ohio Ooh. becoming legal. And I watched so close to some of these games because of some of the parlays they had going. I was like, motherfucker. I will say there's one game which uh, it was a 1 o'clock game, I think. Yeah. So we'll we'll just throw that one in there now. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, go fuck yourselves. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you get eliminated as quickly as you can. I think that I fucked a lot of people. Nothing but up. bad things to happen to you in your city. I already hate the city of Philadelphia. I've been there once. It smelled like piss. There's bums everywhere. I fucking hated it. And the one time I root or I uh, I bet on their on their team to win because they just dominated. I'm not dominated. They lost, but they looked really good against the Cowboys last week. Gardner Minshew put up like fucking 30 something points against a really good Cowboys defense. Yep. I'm going no brainer. They're going to beat the new Orleans. Was Saints, the right? Were they the only team that fucked your parlay? Every fucking app. <laughs> I did the same like five game parlay and every fucking app. The Eagles lost me my parlay. So yeah, I have a bit of a vendetta against the Eagles right it's now. It's only day four of online betting, and I'm, my stress level is already high. I am. I was really mad, but then it, it all turned around for me on Monday night. I'll tell you guys a little bit about that later as we get into uh, the Cavs. But I did go downtown and bet in person at the Jack, and the sports book is really cool. Uh, I won't really, I won't like it too much until they fix it because you talking about the one at the casino or the one in the Cavs? Uh, well, both technically. So the, I, I don't like to, the one in the casino for the reason you don't like it. The the pillars. Oh yeah, they're annoying. They are annoying as fuck. So I sat there with my brother in law and we're watching Monday Night Football game. Um, well, what did you? Some of it. Did we're you? watching the Monday Night Football broadcast. I guess you could say <laughs> we're watching ESPN. Um, but we're sitting there in our chairs and they have this huge fucking screen and it's split down the middle. So you got uh, a game here, a game here, and then there's TVs all over the wall. Sounds awesome, right? Nice comfortable leather chairs. You're sitting back. They have the cool tray on them like you get in Vegas. Um, but then you have some obstacles in your way, yep. like the, the, the old stadiums that you could buy a ticket and sit behind a fucking beam. That's basically what they do at the Jack. Unfortunately, there are huge fucking pillars that completely block your view. Those support beams aren't going anywhere <laughs> and they need to figure something out. Yeah. First off, they also need to just expand the, the area. I think they're going to end up making more money from the sports book than they're going to make from the gambling. In my opinion, well, that, that casino has taken on more changes in the last five years than I've ever seen. Did you see the new section open up down there? 
Mm-hmm. Like it's like on the first floor has all wooden like roof, yeah. like whatever. And it's all just now like slots. So they, yep. they built that out too. Yeah. I, I, I was there last year when they were starting the construction for yeah. everything. And then this was my first time back in quite some time. And I finally got to see the sports book finished. Awesome idea. Yeah. But it's really hard for me to sit there and watch all these sporting games when there's a fucking pillar in my way. Yeah. And it's not just like a little pole that you could like kind of look around. It's a giant fucking thing. It's so big. It's I think ridiculous. what they're going to eventually do is they're going to expand down said. that. <laughs> they're going to expand down that one. I've main never wall, heard that, Tim. That one main wall um, yeah. to uh, to make it all just one big sports book. That's what I heard. But they, they, they have to see what's going to happen. They first. have table games there right now, and they have a lot of TVs above it. And it's like, what's the point of all these TVs when there's just table games? So people are sitting there playing poker. They're not. They can't sit there and watch the game. Because I just don't. Here's what I don't understand. Like, I get that people want to go participate in a sports book. But with with your apps, your phone, you don't really need to go to a sports book. And let's be honest, you win in a sports book, you have to go back down there to cash out your money. Yep. Which is unfortunate. So I, I get I think they really want to see what they pull in for a year, just physically off of a sports book before they do anything else with it. Yeah. I mean, I think they're gonna do great. Just honestly, it was it was the second day of its existence and I was there and there were people uh, that had been there all day. There were guys that were betting on the bowl games from like fucking one o'clock. Yeah. Uh they were betting on the Cavs, they were there. There was a guy because we were there kind of late. We were there till like eleven something, and he's watching the, the the Warriors game, and he's living and dying by Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's hitting threes, and the guy's like fucking yelling and going crazy. And it's like this is nuts. This is a regular season game yeah. with a banged up Golden State Warriors and against the Atlanta Hawks, a meaningless regular season game in January. And this dude's fucking living and dying and going crazy and yelling. And there was groups everywhere. Um, Guys getting pissed off, immediately running into the line to cash out after the Cavs, like uh, after some of the NBA games ended, uh, after they called the officially called the Monday night football game too. a lot of people went up there and they're like, hey, what the fuck do I do with my bets now? And they're like, sorry, we got to see what happens with this game and figure it all out. Yeah, because I'm sure they're like, I don't fuck do this game. <laughs> That's what they told them. They're like, we, we the NFL has to make a decision on the game. And I'm kind of in that situation, too, because I did a parlay, which hit, but the uh the parlay, my my last game ended at like 1230. I was already home and in bed at that point. So I have to go back to cash it in. But one of the other tickets I have is for a Stefan Diggs anytime touchdown. The game didn't happen. So it's like, do I go back and say, hey, give me my money back? I only put 10 bucks on it. But well, still. they avoided all of my bets through the apps. Yeah. So they got all, I got all my money back. So I assume yeah. I'll get it you back. You should it be is, able to go get the money back. Like you said, though, it's annoying that on the app, they just yeah. immediately put it back in your account oh, and you're yeah. done. Me, I have to drive downtown, find a place to park, go inside, hand them my ticket. And that's I can't what I, lose that's, my ticket. And that's why I'm saying, like, at least all, like, you know, these people I know that have been betting, they've all been doing their apps. Like, yeah. I just don't have time to go sit at a casino. Like, if I'm down there, maybe I'll go make a bet while I'm down there if I'm going to be down there for a while. But I don't think, I mean, I'm maybe I'm not speaking the majority here. I just don't see the fun in sitting at a, a sports book all day. Uh, if there's games on, it's awesome. Uh, like Lee said, some people can see it getting old. I personally love it. I've been betting on sports for years. Uh, don't tell anybody. I've been using a Costa Rican website. And yeah, Bovada, I've, been, we all, we all I've been doing it for a long time. So <laughs> uh, nothing new to me. I do. It is There is a different feeling, though, when you have that ticket in your hand. Sure. Because then you can sit there. And, and at the sports book, that's the other good thing, too, is they have access to every fucking game in the world. Yeah. Uh, so there was when I was there on Monday night, there were NBA games. And the NFL game was supposed to be on. Uh, bowl, bowl games were playing earlier because I went there before the Cavs game too. Uh, they had bowl games on. They have every NBA game you could think of. They have college. Uh, during an NFL Sunday, go up there to watch the Browns game. They're going to have the Browns on the big screen and then every other TV is going to have NFL yeah. games. So it's really cool to just, you can just go up there and sit. Sure. I mean, I get that. I get the experience. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I would it'd be like once a month I'd ever do that. You know what yeah, I mean? No, so. no, no. It's not something I would want to do weekly, especially yeah. because you're, you're paying casino prices for drinks. Yeah. 
Uh, there's not a, a ton of food options there. So it's kind of like, I'd rather just go to a sports bar, uh, which that's another thing. There are sports betting at bars now. So there is like rivals down the street for me, not a sponsor of Redline Radio. I must say that legally it's in my contract. I can't mention places. I'm just kidding. But uh, rivals is down the street for me and they have sports betting inside of their place yet. I haven't they got been their, there. They got their kiosk. Already. I think so. Yeah, I know that they they were one of the first bars to like. Sign yeah, I know up the bowling it. alley that I'm bowling tomorrow is supposed to have a, a mm-hmm. like a, a little thing too, which is cool. I mean, that's just something where if you're up there for a game anyway, like if you go up there for a Guardians game or something, it's like fuck it, I'll throw five bucks on the Guardians just because I'm going to watch the game anyway. So if they win, yeah. cool, I'll cash out. Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah, having the app is cool, but then you win the money, they put the money in your account, you then have to transfer the money to PayPal or you know whatever. It's a two to two to three day processing whole thing. Something about just being able to hand them a ticket and getting that cold hard cash is kind of fun. Yeah, I get uh, it. Especially for degenerates. There are I'm guessing there were that's, a lot of people that's at the who they appeal to, I think. Yeah. I'm guessing a lot of people <laughs> at the at the casino on Monday night were up there with their fucking paycheck. Like, here's putting this down tonight. And they they were hoping to get a big return. Some of them didn't seem like it happened. Uh, but yeah, sports betting in Ohio is legal. Uh Philadelphia can go fuck themselves. Uh, other than that, I love it. I, I use every app. I have too many apps, if I'm being honest. I have one folder of just apps. Yep. I have I everything. I have. I have everything in the app. I have, I have all this, all the, like whatever websites I use to check like odds and like maybe like help, you know, what might be a good bet this weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. That's all in one, one, just one section of my just phone a gambling now. app. I mean, right now I, I eventually I'm going to find my favorite app and then I will stick with it. I think I've narrowed it down to two that I really enjoy using, which is DraftKings and FanDuel. I like those two. Uh, so far, those are my favorite. I also, I don't mind MGM, but it's definitely it's three out of my it's it's third. Yeah, place it's for definitely sure. third for me. Plus, it didn't give many bonuses coming into the. Into no, this. it really didn't. It FanDuel didn't. and DraftKings are the ones threw, that are literally literally like, throw money at you. For those of you that it's too late now, the game already started. So sorry if you're just now hearing this, um, but they literally gave money away. So Monday night, I am up there for. Uh, I'm sitting at the queue about ready for the Cavs game to start. Kyle actually texted me. Kyle's like, did you see this easy money bet that, that DraftKings <laughs> is doing? And I'm like. What are you talking about? No bullshit. $50 maximum bet you could place had to be cash. It, it wasn't, you weren't allowed to use your credits. $50 bet that the Bengals score one point. Little did DraftKings know that it almost <laughs> didn't happen. Thank God but, it happened. <laughs> but when they scored a, a Tyler Boyd touchdown, he won people 50 bucks right away. That touchdown, I looked at my account, boom, they turned my 50 into $100 instantly. Yep. Now, tonight, again, you guys are too late. Sorry. Um, fan duel at least for cleveland if you're i'm sure they have them for whatever city you're watching the show in so check your apps if you're using it and it's legal uh but for ohio today they did uh DraftKings did maximum 25 dollar cash bet yep if the cavaliers hit one three-pointer yep double your money that 25 turns into 50 i mean if they hit one three which i think the odds are in our favor yeah i'll, I'll take that bet <laughs> and then fan duel did a fucking awesome one where if the cavaliers get one rebound Maximum bet fifty dollars turns into a hundred. Yep. I'm like, give me this fucking money. I I just made seventy five dollars doing nothing. Yeah, I just I can't. I mean, honestly, it's it's like, the, and I know what the the reasoning behind it is that these will start slowly probably going away. These no brainers. Yes. What they're doing right now, I think, is, is building your bankroll. It's essentially like, and I don't want to be, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that have lost loved ones to uh, drugs and things like that. But imagine you're a drug dealer. And you go to like a scummy neighborhood and you're like, hey, uh, I'm gonna give out give out some free samples of this heroin because <laughs> I think I might have some returning customers. Yeah. And 
That's kind of what they're doing. They're like, hey, take this money, take this money. And there's going to be people that once they stop doing the free shit, they're just going to be so addicted to gambling yeah. that they can't stop. I've been doing it for years. I'm pretty responsible with it. Uh, I'm not worried about myself. But as, if they're going to keep giving out money, I am going to be taking it. Just uh, stop making these weird same game parlays that are plus 5,000 and hoping you're going to hit because you might hit one. And that's all you need sometimes is one hit, I guess. But yeah, if I do a parlay, for the most part, I do only favorites. I don't go with underdogs because that's the crazy shit where people are like, oh, I put one dollar on this bet. All underdogs. The one, the one I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> like if it hits, I'm going to win thirty thousand dollars on a one dollar was bet. it was it like, that's two, fucking um, it, it was a two dollar bet and the return was forty one thousand yeah something and it, like, like that. It, every that's game crazy. the four games that took place on saturday they had to have a field goal and a touchdown in each half each each team did and then if it they have been hit i get forty one thousand to me because i had the extra money and i'm like it's worth throwing two dollars at because could you imagine if it happened you're like fuck right i didn't bet for that. us it's not a big deal but there yeah. are people out there that might be down to their last yeah. two dollars and they're like fuck it i gotta i gotta hit this i need to <laughs> turn the life around and like there's a guy I work with. I won't name names. He's also, he's not the best reader in the world. I'll give him that. But he's he's addicted to the gambling already. He came up to me yesterday and he's showing me this parlay that he made. And he goes, yeah, I bet on Nigeria. And I'm like, what, like soccer? And I look at it. He goes, Hold no. On. He goes, no, it was college basketball, I think. And I'm like, well, they don't have a team. So I look. <laughs> And I'm like, do you mean Niagara, maybe? And it was Niagara. <laughs> he doesn't even know who the fuck he's betting on, but it's because they were like plus a thousand. He's like, I just put him in my parlay. They lost by 30, but I put him in my parlay. Like, he's just one of those guys that if he sees the plus sign, he's taking him. And I'm like, you do realize that the plus sign means you have a really good chance of not winning that one. And that's why it's given the, the, the plus is that you can have a lot of return if they do. That's win. why I take a lot of the minuses and I put them together to make it a plus. Yes. That's how I do my game. So if you, if you, my only suggestion is, is, is make the smart money line picks. Yeah, or if you if you trust the spreads, make some spread picks. You get some more better odds in those, um, and then make one small small bet on a on a roll the dice type bet. Because if you, say, if you hit the money and you and you miss out on a five dollar bet that was a plus one thousand, oh well, yeah. you know. And and I will say to people, treat people's posts on social media after they win just like anything else. Most people only put things on social media to brag. Yeah. How many times they're not going to show you the bad ones. So if you see a guy, like I saw a guy the other night who he literally put a $1 bet down yeah. on the Cavs game and he put DeMar DeRozan to start the game off with a three-pointer. Yeah. It happened. Oh, by the way, who scored the first point for the Cavs tonight? Because uh, I put a $1 bet that Mitchell would score first. Any type of score? Any type of score. Okay, let me get down here. I'll, I'll find I'm it. curious. I'm on play-by-play -play right now. Give me one second. But as I was saying, don't fall for people that do that kind of shit. Like, good for this guy. He put a dollar down. It won him $250. However, he probably isn't showing you the other 10 bets that he made where he, he just, lost, he the, lost, his lost all the money. Yeah. Um, First score of the game or first score for the Cavs? First score of the game. First score of the game was uh, Mikhail, Mikhail Bridges, 25-foot three-point jumper. Who was the first score for the Cavs? First score for the Cavs. Took a little while, actually. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, free throw. Fuck. So you Maybe. were... Maybe I was. Maybe it was the first cat. I don't know. We were already down five to nothing when he hit that free throw. So you <laughs> you missed out. This is I'm like itching over here to watch. <laughs> I mean, it is what that is kind of cool. I do like those bets. Like I am gonna probably do that for most Cavs game. Just throw a dollar down on first. Because all it was was a dollar. Yeah, throw think, a dollar down. It was like plus seven fifty. Because eventually, eventually you're gonna hit it. Yeah, I would think. And, and again, you'll probably lose twenty bucks doing it. Unless, but then when you hit let's one, let's be honest. I mean, and betting on Mitchell to be the first score, not it, a, it's a smart bet. Yeah. If you bet on Isaac Okoro to be the first scorer, A, the odds are going to be astronomical. So if it happens, kudos. Um, but you're also not going to win it that often. So 
be smart with your betting. Um, let me just say this too. Sometimes Kyle and I are probably, we were talking about this. We're probably going to come on here and give some picks now that gambling is legal in Ohio. Um, take nothing we say as gospel. We don't know anything. We're not telling you. We're not giving you advice. This is strictly just do, us doing it for fun. I think for legal purposes, we have to say stuff like that. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-whatever-the-fuck the gambling hotline 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. By the way, um, I won my $100 for the rebound for uh, the Cavs. So. Oh, thank God. I was kind of worried. I was, I was really worried that we weren't going to get one rebound today. So I, I, I actually I had Tara sign up. And I sent her referral codes. I made her do all this to get oh, yeah. the money. She was so against it. She's like, I don't want, I don't like this. It's asking for my social. It wants this. I'm like, dude. It's asking it's, for your last four, I believe. Yeah. I'm like, dude, it's a free fucking $75. Like, you don't want free money. No, free money's bad. And she literally was like fighting me on it till finally I came home from work. And I'm like, give me your fucking phone. I'll set it up myself. I'm like, but you're <laughs> getting this money. And I also told her I want half of it. There's a finder's fee for me doing it. Obviously, that's how it should well, be. Well, you're illegally married, so you get half anyways, right? No, not with her. She takes most of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, gamble responsibly, have fun. It's just something cool to do. Again, Philly can eat my ass because they fucking cost me all of my free bets. I didn't spend a dime, but they cost me all my bets. Um, but back to the picks. We just wanted to make sure we talked about gambling today. Uh, my friend Steve actually hit a, I think I sent you the video, didn't I? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my, crazy to me. My buddy Steve did, I think an 11 game NFL parlay with of the free $25 bet hit it. And won about $4,500 on Sunday. Uh, and he sent me the video <laughs> of him scrolling through his picks to prove that it's a legit thing um, from his phone. It was really cool. I'm happy for him. He's a big guy. He, he loves betting on shit. And he likes like overs and unders and weird shit like that. I don't really pay attention to all that shit. For me, I'm a money line kind of guy. Keep it simple. Um, but uh, Steve would like to come on the show eventually and maybe talk a little bit about betting. So we'll do. Steve's the one who always comes down here with stats and statistics. And yes, everything. you've seen him in the comments. Steve Baylog. We'll do betting with Baylog a little segment every now and again. Um, his, 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 he should call in and do like the the one in 92 three where he's like screaming in the phone. That could like, be Steve. Hey, call my call my voicemail and I he got gets, a guaranteed pick for Thursday Night Football. He gets pretty excited. He's actually at the Cavs game right now. He was he was going to come on tonight, but he, he ended up going to the Cavs game. So maybe next week we'll have him on to t- talk about some betting and. Maybe talk about his big win from last week. That's a cool one. Uh, but back to the games. Uh, as I said, Philly did lose to New Orleans 20-10. to 10. Uh, The Gardner Minshew uh, fun wore off. And it almost cost me my fantasy championship. Same. I started Gardner. I rolled with Gardner Minshew, and I said, you know what? I have Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and Gardner Minshew. Watson would have been a great and start. And I said, but talking with my brother-in-law, because my brother-in-law was in the same situation. Yeah. He had Watson, and he had Minshew. And he goes, who do I start this week? And I go, honestly... Watson hasn't shown me that he can throw multiple touchdowns and any other week I'd say, go with Watson, who cares, but it's the championship. So I'm like, I can't risk losing a championship by playing a guy who hasn't shown that he's back yet. Um, I was so close with my bold predict. He had three touchdowns. He did. He only had 196 yards. Didn't have the 300 yards. And I was close with mine. I, I, no, not really. Actually, I had three touchdowns for Rogers. He had two. And then I had 300 yards and I think he had like 175 or something like that. So, I was technically close to mine too. And you were so Tim, I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't read my own handwriting. I wanted to ask you, but I it's, forgot. It's not great writing. <laughs> so I have three touchdowns first half, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said first half. Okay. Well, that is what it says. And okay. It was three in the second half. I didn't know what I put. I thought I said three touchdowns ish. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Now ish. I it's, I didn't know what ish. it said. I can't read my own writing. It's first is what I was apparently was trying to put down. My handwriting is atrocious. So that's on me. God, I hope you're never like dying and you have to like write a note for somebody to know what's going on with you. As long as there's somebody by to give me CPR, CPR and we're good. Def- and defibrillate me. Then I'll bring be in it good back. Shape. 
we I will bring be it just back. fine, and I don't think I'll have to worry about writing ever again if something like that happened to me, <laughs> depending on the length. Um, but yeah, so that that happened on Sunday. Philadelphia loses, uh, letting teams get a little closer to that one seed. Actually, no, I don't think the because the Vikings lost. I think the one seed's locked in with Philly, isn't it? What's that? The one seed? Did Philly lock it up because Minnesota lost? I don't think they did. No, I don't think they let me see here. This is stuff we pr- I probably should have looked up before the show started, but that's what we do. We do it live on this show. Uh, Kyle's going to look that up while I run through some scores here. Um, Chicago gets their fucking dick speed into the dirt by Detroit 41 to 10. Detroit bounces back after an embarrassing loss against the Panthers. Uh, Denver. First game without Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson actually looked like a decent quarterback halfway. They win. uh Kansas City, that is, they win 27 to 24 over Denver. Denver made it close. So kudos to them. Maybe they did figure something out by getting rid of Nathaniel. No, they have to beat the they have to beat the Giants on Sunday to get the number one seed. Who would oh is Dallas still right behind them, right? 49ers, too. Oh, I forgot about the Niners. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. All right. Thank you. Uh Miami wins a or loses, I'm sorry, a nail biter against New England after losing Tua to concussions. Teddy Bridgewater comes in, breaks his finger. He's out. They go with Skylar Thompson, and they actually almost come back and beat the New England Patriots, but they lose 23 to 21. Uh must win week for Miami. I and a must win week for New England, actually. Tua too. has just been in 2022 has been a concussion year for Tua all around. He he's, and, he needs to stop playing football. And to be honest, yeah, if they if they want to avoid another possibly dead guy on the field. Uh, Tua should never be allowed to play quarterback again. And I mean this sincerely. This isn't trying to be a joke. Tua's concussions this year were, as Tim does a laugh track, Tim, Tua's concussions were scarier, in my opinion, to watch than, than the Hamlin thing. Because Hamlin just collapsed. And it, you're kind of like, what happened? Like, you don't know. Tua watching him get up and collapse because he hit his head so and fucking hard. get up again and try walking straight. And then and stumbling. And then they let him play. Yeah. That's where it's like, what the fuck? I think fuck? Tua, like, Tua needs to wear that. That's uh, dangerous. The, the the Darth Vader helmet. He does. He needs to come out there playing. looking like Rick Moranis from Spaceballs. <laughs> he needs to he needs just oversized fucking bobblehead. Um, yeah, I mean that to me, that's that's way more dangerous. That guy's gonna his brain's gonna fucking bleed on the field. He's gonna die. Um Yeah, I I and that honestly, I know the NFL now has investigated the Dolphins. I think this is the third time yeah. they've gone back and investigated it and said, look, he showed no signs of a concussion during whatever, whatever hit took place. I don't fucking care. Like it's, if any other fan can see that, that he's not acting normal and now he just gets touched and he has another concussion. That's an issue. Especially when I've seen guys get pulled off the field just because they, they make a tackle and they might lay there for an extra second or two. Yeah. They get up and the, 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 the doctors will be like, no, no, no come. We're going to check you just in case to the fact that Tua collapsed and did shit like that. And yeah. they were just like, no, you're good. Yeah, keep going. Go ahead. You're fine. That's where it shows you the hypocrisy. And that makes me think this, that this, falls back in Mike McDaniel too. I mean, he's, and that's what I was going to say. It's, like, it's I know when, when that initial one happened with Tua, we talked about that and we said like, there could potentially be legal ramifications yeah. on Mike McDaniel because he's putting somebody's life at stake. Like that's, that's a criminal offense in my opinion. Well, he knows his win loss record without Tua. Yeah. He has not won yet. Not great. Uh, and they are in a must win situation this Sunday as are the Patriots. We'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the playoff scenario as we get closer to, we do our week 18 picks, but, um, I know off the top of my head, uh, Winner of Detroit and Green Bay wins uh, gets a playoff spot. Yep. Um, I think Seattle's in a must-win situation to stay in the playoffs. Um, I believe New York Giants clinched. Tampa Bay clinched the division this week with their win over Carolina. Um, you have Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Well, that one, I don't really know if that matters anymore. Um, the, the Lions get in if they beat the Seahawks and 
I thought the Lions played. No, the... I'm sorry. If the Seahawks lose, and the Lions would get in and with the win over the Packers. Yeah. So they need some extra help there, but yeah. Uh, New England needs to win. Uh, Miami needs to win. Uh, the Jets actually play Miami uh, this weekend, so that'll be an interesting one too. Because I think the Jets can technically get in if Giants are already clinched, already in. Yeah, so. Giants clinched. I think Pittsburgh gets in if New England and Miami lose. Uh, the Jets get in if Pittsburgh and New England lose and they beat Miami. There's a lot of weird scenarios, but again, we'll get to them later. Uh, I'll look it all up. I'll look up the playoff bracket here as we're going along. Um, uh, Indianapolis gets their asses kicked by the New York Giants, who again clinched their playoff spot. Kudos to them. And Kyle's coach of the year, Mike, Brian Dayball. Yep, told you. From it. the Buffalo Bills. Called it. <laughs> who, good for him. I mean, he coached on Sunday, and then he went right to Buffalo and coached on Monday night. The guy's double-dipping. <laughs> Uh, talented all-around coach Carolina to to keep their division hopes alive choke and lose 30 to 24 they literally just lost to Mike Evans let's be honest Mike Evans caught three touchdowns in that game that's insane he almost single-handedly beat them Tampa I Bay wins their division so goddamn annoyed by that game I needed one more score out of Carolina from to win my my spread pick I, oh, I did, I did no a shit. six game spread pick and I would have won like 450 dollars Carolina all I needed was today. one more score and I know they're going to kick a field goal because they were going for the win, but one more score. I mean, unfortunately, that's what you get for betting on a team that was that had the the the, the thought to it acquire was, Baker it Mayfield. It was Carolina plus four and a half. I mean, how do you not take that bet? Because they make bad decisions. They do bad <laughs> Who things. Who would have thought that Mike Evans would have woke up from a 16-week 16, 16 slumber and actually done something? I mean, when half of uh, Carolina's <laughs> secondary was hurt, I could have seen it coming. <laughs> I know a lot of people that put left him on the bench, and I thought that was I felt bad for people like that. Um, I will say, looking at the Cavs right now, though, they have not hit a three yet, so it's starting uh, to get a little dangerous. We are halfway through the first quarter, and we might not get our free bet. What's the score? It is 24-18 Phoenix right yeah. now. Still early. Um, moving on to the, the NFL, Jacksonville and, and Houston. Jacksonville wins 31-3. to Game was never close. Jacksonville is another one. That's another one, though. The winner of the Titans-Jacksonville game on Saturday wins the division, the South. Uh, Josh Dobbs has already been named starter. Looks to me like the Titans have kind of given up. Um, I know Ryan Tannehill's not healthy, but the fact they're going with Josh Dobbs over Malik Willis uh, or Malik Wills, whatever the fuck his name is, kind of tells me, A, they fucked up that draft pick, and that may be why they fired their GM, also because he got rid of A.J. Brown. He made a lot of bonehead moves. Yes. But it does kind of seem like the Titans aren't really taking the end of the season too seriously. I don't know. Maybe maybe they show up Sunday. I don't know. But it also kind of seems like they're just handing the division to Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Jacksonville's been a hell of a surprise this year. You get, yeah, you I mean, lose it, one Urban Meyer, you gain yeah. one Doug Peterson, and boom, you're in the playoffs. Almost. And I think that's a great thing for for Trevor Lawrence. A, uh, he can go fuck himself also because he's in the AFC. So as a Browns fan, I don't like seeing other AFC quarterbacks get good. Um, yeah, the Titans are on a huge losing streak. The Titans also, I didn't know this. They talked about it on Thursday night, if any of you guys watched it. Um, they've gone through so many fucking injuries. I didn't realize how bad it was. Like last year, they led the league with like a fran- like a uh NFL record of most players on the IR in a season and they were the one seed who's this that was the Titans oh. last year so they were the one seed and they put like 80 they 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 used like 85 total players in the season or something like that which is was an NFL record that's crazy um so i think that just shows you how good of a coach Mike Vrabel is that he was able to take a team of outcasts and backups and got a one seed out of it I, and I the think, fact that he got the most out of Ryan Tannehill, who I unfortunately I don't think, think he's. I think he's done after this year, right? I mean, he with has Tennessee, to be. I think. I don't know where does he stay in the NFL? Does he go to college? What? What he? I mean, he's going to have some. I think he's going to have some options next year. 
I almost think if you're if you're already in the NFL and you can go wherever the fuck you want, pretty much, because I think he'll have plenty of suitors. I think a lot also NFL. hinges on Sean Payton too, because we know he's coming back. Yeah, but Sean Payton <clears> again, <throat> as we said last week, is still under contract with New Orleans. So and if anyone wants to get him, I think they said they want multiple first. They're going to want him. multiple first yeah. round picks. Me personally, I don't think that's worth it. Uh, Sean Payton's a very good coach. I'm not knocking anything from him, but other than making New Orleans a playoff team, what has he really done? He has one Super Bowl win. Uh, it's not like he's got like five rings. You're not going after, you know, Bill Belichick. You're going after Sean Payton, a guy who was a pretty good coach. Is it really worth multiple draft picks? I don't think so personally. So I think if Sean Payton comes back, he's either going to um, New Orleans or he's not coming back until they figure out something with his contract. He's going to need to get bought out because I can't think of a team. Maybe there are teams dumb enough. They're going to go after him, but we'll see. I don't know. Uh, Mike Vrabel, though, if he gets fired, can go wherever the fuck he wants. I can't really see him go into college, though, just because in college you have to like, you have to go recruit people and you have to like, you're basically taking care of children. These you are think he stays in the high division school. and goes to the Colts? Uh, possibly. He's a defensive-minded coach going to a team with a really good defense, which the Colts Colts have. Be very uh, interesting. Would make sense. And I mean, if the Titans fire him, fuck him. He can go wherever the hell he wants. You know, I, I hope he does. I think it would be cool to see him stick it to the Titans every now and again. Uh, that'd be a really fun thing. I yeah. like that kind of shit. I like yeah. rivalries. Be kind of fun. Uh, Jacksonville, as I said, beat Houston. San Francisco uh, in overtime has to come back and beat Purdy. Jared Stidham wasn't Purdy, but a win's a win. He actually looked pretty good. Oh, he looked good, but I mean, you also gave up 34 to Jared Stidham in the no, Vegas no, not, Raiders. not Purdy. I'm talking about Stidham. He looked pretty good. Oh yeah, he looked very good. Absolutely. It almost makes you think that maybe um, he knew something. You know, when they when they benched Carr, maybe they knew something. Yes, and in no, the quarterback. Because... Like honestly, did you even research his quarterback? I knew nothing about this quarterback. No, I knew he was drafted by the Patriots. He was a backup there for years, uh, and then he followed Josh McDaniels to the Raiders. Uh, the one thing, though, that I always look at for quarterbacks that you have their first career game and they look great nine times out of ten. Basic defense. It's just because they don't know they don't know anything about him. There's not tape on the guy. Uh, so a la Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, when he went to the Rams, <laughs> looked really good in that that second half. Uh, Baker Mayfield coming in against the Jets, came back and won the game, looked amazing. Uh, you can go back to Josh Dobbs for the first half, looked decent. He was moving the ball, kept the Titans in the game because they're going, well, we don't have a lot to go off of this guy. He's thrown like five NFL passes in his and career. And then they adjusted at halftime. And then halftime they came out and they shut him the fuck down. Uh, so it, it'll be curious to see, but he will be going up against not as good of a defense as as the Niners have, but he will be taking on the Chiefs. So good luck trying to keep up with Patrick Mahomes' offense. Mm -hmm. um, where were we? The Jets get their asses kicked by the Seattle Seahawks. The Jets haven't scored a touchdown in what feels like a month. They put up three points against the Jaguars a couple of Thursdays ago. Geno Smith vengeance party there. He really, he said, fuck you, New York. I'm going to stick it to you. And they scored six points against the Seahawks. So in the last couple of weeks, the Jets have scored nine points. I want to really rub that in my friends' faces because they were talking a lot of shit about Deshaun Watson, only averaging 13 points for the Browns. Hmm. And I said, you would suck your own dick to get 13 points in a fucking game at this rate, you Jets fans, idiots. So I love it. I'm happy to see them getting an average of one or two field goals a game. That's embarrassing. Your team sucks. <laughs> Moving on. Drafting another quarterback next year, I hope. Oh, they won't draft another No, they're going to go sign one. Joe Douglas is a fucking idiot. That guy's one of the worst GMs in football. He's a he's a dummy. As long as they keep him, they're, they're going to make they're gonna bad decisions. They're going to be hot in the market for Jimmy G, I think. Which, hey, more power to him. I, I'd like to see... I hope they get Derek Carr. I'd like to see Derek Carr, who cried after a regular season loss against the New York media. I would pay so much money to see that. <laughs> I want Derek Carr as a New York Jet in the fucking worst way. Um, Minnesota gets their dick speed in by Green Bay, 41-17. to 17. Just embarrassing, honestly. My God, Justin Jefferson on a milk carton. Where are you at? You see he deleted his social media? 
Yeah, Jair Alexander fucking ruined that guy. <laughs> when he picked off Kurt Cousins and immediately got up and did the gritty, like it it was downhill from there. They were like, fuck just I mean, he came out straight away and was like, they they talked shit week one or week two, whatever, when the the Packers played the Vikings and Justin Jefferson went off. Jair Alexander was like, I'm a fucking great corner. I'm not putting up with this shit. And he went out there and proved it. He got shut uh, one catch, what, 15 yards yeah, that the was entire it. game, which I'm thankful for because I was playing Justin Jefferson. Oh, you, I wasn't. I, I was I, like, I was like, I'm going to lose this game because Jefferson's going to go off. I wanted him to win because I wanted him to, I want him to get that offensive player of the year that I predicted in the offseason. He got shut down. And, and then he almost miles Garrett to the referee. Yep. And then shit just happened. And then he deleted social media. So ugly, ugly game. I want to say, has, has he been interviewed since then yet? Like, has, has he come out and said, like, I what? don't know, because I know after the incident with Hamlin, they they shut off media for the players yesterday, which would have been a big media day. So I don't yeah. really know. I haven't I haven't kept up with anything. Someone someone I just I'm curious as to like, yeah, any of you guys happened. watching at home. If you have a chance, look up um, and see if Justin Jefferson has talked about his performance on Sunday or his antics any of those things let me know if he said anything because i don't know I, I just i can't believe he let someone mentally get to him like that yeah i mean hey some guys are not as mentally that was tough an, as you think I, I mean that was embarrassing and, and a couple friends i mean defense for green bay yeah they're decent yeah they're, they're not great no but you not, made them not look, as good as they you look. made them look like the 85 bears out there with how and they was, shut you down i was facing dalvin cook so i'm really happy that their defense showed God up that damn. day because i was i was a little nervous i'm not gonna lie to you this makes you think that i i think that the vikings are a one and done yeah, the Vikings. I saw a weird stat the other day that showed that they are, they're what like eleven and five right now. Yeah, or something like that. And I think eleven and five, and they have a, I think a negative total points. Like mm-hmm. they have been outscored more than they've they've scored themselves, which is weird to think that they have eleven wins and yeah. they've played like that. That's unheard of. That's truly it's like both them an anomaly. Though them and the Eagles are both what number one, number three seed, number one, number two seed. Mm-hmm. And they're both not trustworthy. And I, I, no. I, I, I can't see a lot of people trusting that they're going to win their first game. The Eagles, if they get the bye, that's huge. I mean, with them with sure. Jalen Hurts, obviously, if you have Jalen Hurts healthy, he was he was the MVP candidate until he got hurt. I think that took him out of the running. Um, but, but you when get, he's out you there, get, the, you get the their cop, offense is great. You get the 49ers in round two. I, yeah. don't, I don't see you coming out on top Good of luck that against game. the 49ers for anybody playing them. Uh, the only thing is maybe one day Brock Purdy kind of snaps back to reality if he's still playing for them or unless they bring in Jimmy G. I want to see the Cinderella story finish his way out. I don't because I hate Kyle Shanahan, so the Niners can uh, go fuck themselves. Uh, I, I just don't like that team. I just want to see Purdy win a Super Bowl. I don't because then I, I'll just feel bad that we've – the Browns have looked for a quarterback for how many years? Just had and to they, draft one last. They get this guy in the seventh <laughs> round and he's going to win him a Super Bowl. I, I, I'd i feel so fucking disgusted. I don't want Mr. that Mr. Irrelevant happen. goes from Mr. Irrelevant to MVP. It's to to Super Disney Bowl World MVP. to Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't want that to happen. Uh, the Battle of Los Angeles, the Chargers beat up on Baker Mayfield and the Rams 31-10. to 10. Baker looked like Baker again. Baker playing it. Oh, who'd have thunk it? Baker facing a pretty good team. Shits the bed. Where have you heard this before? I tried to tell all you guys for the last few weeks, but don't nobody tell, wants to listen to it. Don't tell people that. Yeah, they don't want to, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I saw a guy actually. Uh, well, we'll talk about the Browns game. Hurting people's feelings off the board after the first half hour of the show. So. That's true. Well, he's never going to hear it. Uh, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. There was a guy who, who literally tried to discredit, and again, we'll talk about the whole game in a little bit. There was a guy who tried to discredit uh, Deshaun Watson's touchdowns on Sunday. Discredit the yeah. touchdowns? He said that, you know, they were just average throws. Defense just blew the plays. So, like, D- Deshaun, without those touchdowns, was blank of blank for 140 yards. Like, he went on and did all the stats without the touchdowns just to rub it, like, to just to try to make something negative out of it. I mean, Deshaun put the pass where it needed to go. Yes, the receiver made a play. That's what he's paid to do. Right. Deshaun's paid to get it to the receivers. Receivers paid to do whatever else after that. Right. I, I tweeted back at one of the guys, and I'm like, 
okay, so if that does, if, if blown coverage doesn't count for a play, then I said, then the Browns are like 11 and five right now because we lost so many games with blown, coverage. blown coverage. So if we're not counting those touchdowns and the Browns are really fucking good. Uh, it just, it shows you that like, you stop interacting with them, man. They're just trolling. They're just there are trolling people that are just, yeah, they, they either, they're just really trying to, to downplay Deshaun Watson because they're upset that he's getting better every week. What did you hear this today? That Albert Breer came on 92, three and was talking that they said that they they're hearing, um, that there's some talk inside the Browns Browns camp right now that they have concerns with how they're utilizing Deshaun Watson, meaning they're not utilizing him the correct way. And so everyone today in the afternoon show at least is like, well, what the fuck? Like we went in and we pitched him on coming to Cleveland based on us knowing how to use him. And now we're having concerns. We're not using him correctly. Do, now look, um, we both know we've seen Deshaun Watson play for four years at Houston. We, we know he played in Clemson, what he can do. Do we think we're using the best of his ability? No, I think we're, he's still learning how to play in this offense. Yeah. So no, you're not seeing the full extent of Deshaun Watson. And, and to, to, to the defense of Kevin Stefanski, not to cut you off, sorry. No, no, you're fine. Against the Kevin Stefanski haters, I don't think he's opened up the rest of the playbook that he has for Deshaun Watson right now because that's something you can't do in just four games. And the other thing too is I think you're going to see a lot more Deshaun Watson runs in the future. Dude, that one play where I thought he was sacked and he yeah. just broke out of even the even the announcer was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, they were like, "Oh, he's still up." Um, <laughs> But uh, honestly, I have me, an argument to that too. We'll get to maybe later. We'll talk about it. But I have another concern about that too when protecting the quarterbacks because that happened three times this weekend, where a defender went hard at a, a quarterback and backed off. Yeah, I not saw those. To, not to get the and the quarterback just kept going because they yeah, didn't blow the correct. whistle. So that there's an there's a little issue there, and that's the problem with the NFL. They need to figure out what is roughing the passer and what isn't. Right. And then there were other plays where they were roughing the passer calls on guys that completely illegal it was a complete legal hit and they blew a whistle for uh unsportsmanlike conduct and it's like what the fuck can you do yeah let's not talk about targeting that was a big cut top yeah that was a big one too weekend. um but yeah back to the deshaun watson thing really quick i think you're gonna see a totally different offense coming next year you're gonna see a lot of new players especially in the wide receiver room uh i got into a little discussion with a person on twitter the other day where i mentioned about how we need to address the wide receiver room and Andrew Barry can't keep missing on wide receivers. David Bell, I think I talked about this last week. David Bell and Anthony Schwartz don't look like anything you can really build around right now. Uh, I think it's safe to say Anthony Schwartz is not going to pan out. David Bell, it's still only year one, but he's, I didn't see enough of him. He's made some flashes of... He looks like a solid number four or five yeah, wide like, receiver. You know, someone great. you can use coming across the middle to get yeah. you the five, six yards you need to but get. He was a third-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Like Third round, you need to take a guy that's going to get significant playing time and be a contributor, and David Bell has not been that. Yeah. Nor is Anthony Schwartz, who was also a third-round pick. Um, and I love Amari Cooper, and I know Amari Cooper scored two touchdowns. He technically really had a huge hand in winning me my fantasy championship on Sunday. Um, but he's not a speed guy. Uh, the offense is really limited with what you can do when you have slow possession receivers. Donovan Peoples-Jones is fast, but he's not like a super fast speed guy. <laughs> I thought Cooper was going to get caught at least three times. Yeah, he's not quick. <laughs> you see him chugging on the side like, oh, God, he's going to get caught. And I, I tried telling people that on Twitter that were they were saying, and, and this is, I don't want to get too technical with X's and O's here because I know I'm, let me wait because we're, we're going to put up the Browns fans are stupid thing in a minute, but I want to finish our picks and then we'll get to the Browns. I'm going to save this thought for a, a minute. Yeah, let's wait. Um, Pittsburgh comes back and beats Baltimore 16 to 13 with a touchdown where for those of you watching at home, I dollars to donuts will bet Kenny Pickett was not throwing that fucking touchdown to Najee Harris. I think everybody in the world knows that except for Steelers fans who are trying to go, Oh, what a great play. He was throwing it to, I believe it was number 82. I don't remember who in was corner. in the corner of the end zone, yep. uh, but Kenny Pickett threw that ball blindly 
Had no idea Najee Harris was going to catch that. That ball was not going to him. Speaking of sports bets, I needed Najee Harris to have at least five more yards receiving Didn't work for me out to win for $300 right. that one, too. Yeah, Kyle did a uh, 25 yards receiving or 20 yards receiving yep. and a Steelers win. He got one of them, but... Motherfucker. Uh, close, but no cigar, as they say. <laughs> and then Monday Night Football, we all know what happened there. Nothing really to Nothing recap. happened at all. Uh, okay, so to my Browns take... Let's get into the Browns. We'll recap the Browns Redskins a little bit, or Commanders, sorry. Hey, victory. I love it. W. We we beat the uh the Timothy Washington Commanders. <laughs> and uh but my take is I was telling people I'm like our wide receivers are are kind of slow and the guy's response was, "Yeah, I'm sure they just suck now with Deshaun Watson back when they were catching touchdowns and looking great with Jacoby Brissett." So he was blaming Deshaun Watson. I didn't even bother replying because I wasn't wasting my breath, but to break it down X's and O style for you people at home, for you fucking dummies, Here's what the real issue is with that. Defenses were playing Jacoby Brissett. They were playing the run because they weren't afraid of Jacoby Brissett. Deshaun Watson puts a little bit more fear in defenses. The safeties stay back. They play a little bit further back. That's why our wide receivers are having trouble getting open now because the defenses are worried about oh, Deshaun Watson throwing. Huh? This is your X and O's class right now you're teaching? Right now, Got a little it. bit. Okay. I wish I had a chalkboard. Right, I'd right. be drawing shit up. But defenses play differently for quarterbacks. It's not because the wide receivers just magically get open. It's because the defenses are playing against the run to where wide receivers can get open over the top. With Deshaun Watson, how many guys have gotten open over the top? Have we seen one deep touchdown? Nope. Not even close. We've seen underneath plays that broke for touchdowns like Amari Cooper. Those aren't allowed, Those aren't but allowed. Those don't count because they were blown defenses, according to dummies on Twitter. Um <laughs> but to, to claim that the, the, the wide receiver play with Brissett and Watson is apples to apples is just foolish, and you're a fucking idiot if you think that. That's not how football works. The defenses are playing completely differently for the quarterbacks. It, it's just, I can't believe, it, to me, it's common sense, so I'm baffled that people out there don't understand that. 2023 is supposed to be a less stressful year. You're no, getting, not you're getting, Brown, work, you're getting worked up. Browns fans need to get smart this offseason. I will be maybe talking about balls will host uh, X's and O's classes with JG. I will be happy to fucking put some knowledge in your guys' brains if you're interested because... We're going to come dressed as a suit and ties in teaching class? Oh, yeah. I'm coming in with a... I'm going to have a chalkboard. I'm going to have like an the abacus, fucking stick to smack an abacus. it. I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to flip the board around when I need to write some other shit. It's going to be so fucking nice. Call out AA Ron. Where we'll you at AA Ron? We'll do it here live at Studio 2. I will host X's and O's classes with JG. And I'll teach all you fucking dummies out there that don't understand how football works. Because the <laughs> fact that that guy came out and he's like, the wide receivers look good with Brissett. It's like, it's not even the same fucking defense that they're facing. They, like, they think football is so basic of just everyone's doing the same thing, no matter the players. That just shows you how dumb fans are. And again, as Chris Rose said, Browns fans really show their ignorance when they talk about things because you can tell they don't really watch all of football. They, I still hear from people, and I love them. Some of these people are my, my family uh, that want Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on the field at the same time. They think that's going to be some magical remedy. You know how many times we tried that this year and it never works out. You know why people want love it so much is because it worked one time in yep. 2020 where Hunt blocked for, for yep. Chubb and Chubb broke off a touchdown. Now that's what should happen all the time. Instead we had against the saints. We tried this play where uh, we were in identical place. So if you look at where the fullback is, for those of you idiots at home, that's the second guy from the bottom. That's the fullback. We tried that play against the New Orleans Saints on a fourth and one call against them. Hunt we handed the ball to Kareem ball. Hunt. Kareem Hunt got stuffed going to the right. Nick Chubb was behind him as the decoy. And what happened? It got stuffed. It got the, lit up. the Chubb and Hunt special on the field didn't work. What did those fans do? The chunt. 
they immediately went onto Twitter and said, Kevin Stefanski's a fucking idiot. What a stupid play call. What's this guy doing? And then the next week, we don't put Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on the field, and they complain and go, why doesn't Stefanski use Chubb and Hunt? He's an idiot. Last week, you hated him because he did that, you fucking idiots. Keep your shit together. Browns fans are a week-to-week team. They don't, because they don't remember the shit like I do. I have a very weird, like, photographic memory of shit so i remember every play of like shits like little shits literal shits take. like i remember the taste of tim's fart last week like when it comes to bowel well, movements and brown stuff I, I remember all of it a lot of iron in that um, it, a little more ketchup than iron if i'm being honest but there is something in it. well iron went first to go in there and then when the iron came out it kind of got a it was ketchup processed here. into the ketchup that came out Ugh. Tim just ate a whole tomato and it just turned into ketchup and made its way out of here. It's a tomato processing plant. But, I like that. But the Browns fans that complain about that shit, like they they try it and it doesn't work. Yeah. And then when we don't do it, they go, he needs to do this more. Mm. Like, which is it? You wanted him fired last week for the exact same fucking thing. And again, it, the Browns fans just don't understand that you're not going to go 100%. You're not going to score on every drive. You're not going to complete every fourth down. You're sometimes going to turn the ball over and have to punt. That's just football. No team scores every possession. They did have a slow start to the game on Sunday, though. For sure, they, absolutely, they did. And then, um, then they got to get they got it going, you know. And that's why they play sixty minutes. Browns fans that complain, it's like we won by two touchdowns, albeit a slow start. A win's a win. Yeah, I mean, a defense. And it wasn't good. like a. It wasn't like the Texans win. The Texans win was ugly. <laughs> did you? Did you I, I we watched his play over and over again. The, oh, the the, the, the the jet sweep. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, where, uh, where he Miles, fucking helicopter. Where Miles, like oh my this, god, like a rhino, just picked them up and. Fucking! I wish we could play video here, but I've watched we, it. We, over. I think we can. I just didn't. I watch, forgot to get that one. Watch it up. over and over and over again, where the where the jet sweep comes around. And he goes to kind of check Miles, and Miles like, "Fuck no!" They literally like almost just collided. It wasn't even like an intentional <laughs> thing. They just kind of ran into each other. I think Miles is still there. Is like so fucking strong. <laughs> Miles like standing like, "Uh, what?" Curtis Samuel looked like a child running into a, a professional football player. Like it was, it was, it was crazy to you watch. Got a, you got to. I think you got a, what one and a half sacks on Sunday too. Yeah, had a big game. Carson Wentz had three uh, interceptions. God, he looked horrible. And I mean, cool thing for the Browns. Delpit, Delpit um, had two, didn't he? Two picks. Yeah, Ward had Delpit one. had two picks. Denzel Ward had one. Grant Delpit in the last six games of this year, really most of the season. If you, if you go back, his game up tremendously. He was the guy that I bashed in the beginning, and rightfully so. A lot of the blown plays that we had were um, were him. Delpit. Yeah. If you if you watch the play, you go, this guy got wide open, and you're going fucking 22 that, was right that there. jets that jets blown play where we gave up to was it was it wilson yeah, yeah. delpit was the safety that that denzel ward thought was going to be behind him yep uh by the way karis lavert made a 23 point a uh, 23 foot three-pointer with 418 left in the first quarter fifty dollars thus making fifty dollars for all of you degenerates at home such as ourselves yes uh so i just wanted to see them do that so that's great Took them um, long enough, though. Yeah, you ain't kidding, dude. Four minutes into the first, what are Jesus. they? What are they still feeling? It? And they're down by ten right now, so that's not good. But then again, they're they're a second. Make half more team, threes. <laughs> there was actually a bet from another site, not to get off topic too much, but there was another site that did a bet that was, uh, you make a twenty five. I think it was twenty five or a fifty dollar bet on the on the Cavs Suns in any aspect. Um, you get one dollar bonus for every three pointer that the Cavs make. And I saw that and I was like, I think, I think it was 50 bucks. Cause when I saw that, I was like, well, the Cavs are maybe going to hit like 15 threes. So I'm like, I, I don't want $15 back for spending 50. That's not a really good deal. So I, I avoided that one. I found this really cool bet. What's uh, the four pick parlay first to 10. Have you seen this? Yeah, that one's cool. I did one with the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Memphis Gri- uh, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Knicks. I picked them to be the first to 10 tonight. And so if I win, 
I bet Have you hit any of them yet. Does it tell you? I haven't looked yet. I'm just looking. I just took a screenshot earlier because I, oh, I didn't okay. know this existed. I bet ten to you win. You can bet on anything. That's I crazy. bet ten That's to win eighty-eight. So I'm curious like, to see if I if I won that. I'll check it after we're done with the show. The first scoring and like there's weird prop bets of like oh well, Super Bowl is going to be fucking lit. Oh, I can't wait because <laughs> I've been I've been doing prop bets on the Super Bowl for years oh, on yeah. Nevada. Like I've I've gone as far as I bet on the Gatorade. I bet on the length of the oh, national yeah. anthem. I bet on all that shit because it's. I don't. The Browns are obviously. Never like I've been the doing Super it Bowl. for fun with family, which we'll still do. Like print out a piece of paper and yeah. we make our own. And now you bets. can actually do it for money. I'm going to be doing that and doing my yeah. own ones. Yeah. And I, I mean, I plan on personally going pretty ham with these bets, uh, because I'm not a baseball gambler. Like I don't know much about like no. baseball is any given night. Like, I might pick money lines in baseball and every stuff. now and again. I, I can't imagine going too many. Like if it's like, you know, the 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 Astros against like the fucking Tigers or something. Yeah. Then it's like all right, I think or the Pirates or something. Yeah. It's like all right, I'll go Astros. That's an easy one. Um. But even then, most baseball teams win, like, even the good ones, two out of every three games, give or take. So it's kind of like, you, on any given night, anybody can win. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. We got golf season coming up. Not that you bet on the golf, but I'm <laughs> oh, looking forward to that. That's you can be bet fun. that I won't bet on fucking golf. How about that one? <laughs> oh, that's a prop bet. I bet on that. That's, that's a that's lot. <laughs> well, congratulations on your winnings, because I don't think the odds were very good, because everybody and their brother knew that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just going to be so much fun. I like betting on the weird shit for the, the, the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, like how many times did they show Roger Goodell in the crowd? That's a fun one that I bet on. And I sit there and I'm like one, like I try to pay attention to that kind of shit. Um, all right. Uh, where were we? So Browns and commanders Browns won. Deshaun Watson looked really good in the second half. Uh, the defense stepped up, looked great again. It was against Desha- uh, Carson Wentz and, and, and really fun for me. We got to play spoiler. This is what I talked about last week, winning this game, albeit meaningless for the Browns. Uh, we don't have a first round pick. So, your draft placement really doesn't matter because That's a the, shout out from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Before the game, he said, go Browns uh, last week. And then after he said, you know, thank you to the Browns for winning. <laughs> there we go. Um, Embarrassing so that was really for cool. our social media to call it out, though. And be like, yeah, you're welcome. And be yeah. nice if we could just fucking win ourselves. I know, like, but whatever. He's he's in there saying thank you because you kept him in the playoffs. And we're like, oh, you're welcome. We won this meaningless <laughs> like, game. We're like, he's like the stepdad. Our, like, our you're welcome, dad. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, buddy. Thank you. Um but yeah, I mean, it's just cool to play spoiler. We are going to be facing the Steelers this week and kind of the same thing. Um, I, I know Steelers fans are dying to rub it in if they beat us, which that would just make them one and one against us this year. And right now our records are, uh, they're, they're one game ahead. So if the Browns win, we're going to end with the same record and we'd actually be in third place technically by default. Um, we'll talk way more about this on Sunday with the Steel City running lates because, or Saturday, I'm sorry. Uh, Kyle and I will be on the Steel City running lates. I think we talked about this in the beginning of the show, right? Yep, we were here 12 to 2 on Saturday. Yeah, 12 to 2 live here from Studio 2 with, uh, I think, the whole crew. I think Chipper, Dave, and Lee will all be here in attendance. Going to be a lot of meat in the stew if you catch my drift. Uh, The studio, this desk isn't that big, and we're four large fellas. Lee luckily gets his own little secluded area over there that Tim is, uh, he's giving it a good scent right now for him. It's going to, his own personal touch for when Lee comes in on Saturday. Uh, he, he, He's Thank gonna you. wish. I that, think you add to it. He's gonna wish that they were doing the show on Sunday night because he needs that extra twenty four hours to air out. But he's not getting it, unfortunately. Uh, normally, Steel City Renegades though can be found on Sunday nights from seven to nine, but they are gonna be from twelve to two on Saturday. Uh, normally, from two to four, you can catch Fourth and Fifteen with uh, Mel and Smooth when when they come back. I'm looking forward to hearing from them again. Uh, you also have comedy and cocktails with Jen Jen from eight thirty to nine thirty on Saturday nights, and then ending the weekend or ending Saturday, I should say, you have TMI, too much information from 10 to midnight. Sundays, Kevin Kwan, professional and professionals. Have they not had a show in a while, Tim? No, uh, it's complicated. Okay. 
I thought we'd also name of a show. I was going to say, isn't there another show called It's Complicated? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I hadn't seen any notifications about them in a while. So hopefully we'll get them back. Very funny guys. Hope to see them. Um, Medium Ratchet from six to seven. And I already mentioned Steel City running late. So they are getting no more plugs. That's it for them. Uh, Monday nights, you can catch Just Therapy with Sean Boyd from seven to nine. Tim Buck, Tuesdays. Tim had a full house yesterday. You had like four or five people in the studio with you ringing in the new year, didn't you? Yeah, I sure did. I had a fucking full house. I was able to catch some of it. I actually, I'm not going to lie to you, Tim. I fell asleep yesterday. I was tired as fuck. I woke up at like 7.30 and caught a little bit at the end of your show. I uh, I was exhausted. I couldn't sleep Monday night. Uh, you also have go Gary Wenner. What's up? I said you should go back and watch it. Oh, absolutely. I just meant like, I like to be able to talk to you during your show too. And I fucking woke up. I was groggy as shit. I set my alarm for 6.30. I woke up. I hit it. And then I passed right back out. Next thing I know, I woke up. It's like 7.45. I'm like, fuck, my whole night's gone. Um, live on location with Gary Wenner. And then you've got Broad Street South. We're on a bit of a break right now. Wednesdays, you have Talking About Balls from 7 to 9. We also have a new show. Uh, Lee, while you're here, I forgot the name of it. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we have a new show coming on uh, Wednesdays. Cleveland's Finest. Cleveland's Finest. That's it. Coming Wednesdays. I don't remember if Lee gave a specific time. I know he said it'd be before us. I think there's six, four to six. Four to six. Okay, so four to six. Check them out on Wednesdays. Studio one, studio two. Studio two. Oh, nice. nice. Another Studio two show. Uh, debuting in uh, the in beginning the of February. Talking about balls built. They're coming here. Nice. You know, the more the merrier. I, I think more people should see the the amazing. Uh, just I wish the championship belts were here right now. Speaking I just of those championship belts, I hope they're here Saturday. Well, Lee took them probably because he's got to do his count for the month. It's a new month, so we don't get the belts in January right now, and I respect that. Uh, uh, however, okie-dokie. I don't know. I got a good feeling we're going to be retaining those championships. We shall see. Uh, 4.30 to 6.30. to 6.30. Okay, well, he better not run late, and he better be professional because I run a tight ship. Get the fuck out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, should be, it should be 4 to 6, Lee. Oh, Tim. Tim knowing this shit. Oh, Tim was at the meeting yesterday, so Tim knows what he's talking about. Four to six. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean that as like a jab. I, I meant literally. He was there yesterday, so he probably did get different information. Uh, but talking about balls, seven to nine. Uh, Cleveland's finest from four to six or four thirty to six thirty. We shall see what happens. I'm going to side with my boy Tim, though. I think he knows what he's talking about. Look at that look he just gave. That little like slow blink. He's like motherfucker. I know what I'm talking about. Four to six. I think it was the camera just freezing. It's okay. No, that was definitely Tim. That was a, he put a little stank on that look. I saw it. It wasn't to me. It was to Lee. Uh, then you have she vibes from eight thirty to nine thirty on Wednesday nights. And Thursdays, you've got um, Don P. Lord knows where he's like, where's Waldo? You don't know where he's coming from. He's, is he he's in been studio? putting out some really good shows. I, yes, I, I, I love good guests, in. A lot yeah. of DJs. Uh, a lot of cool shit that we I got to get him on our about. show. Hearing him ask guys about how they like went from DJing for free in an apartment at like a college to now they're getting paid gigs and they're around celebrities. Really cool shit. I forgot. His, I forgot the guy's name. But last week's <laughs> guest, uh, really, really good information. Really cool to listen to. Um, so you can check him out on Thursdays, usually around like three o'clock. His show starts. Say again, Drew Lloyd. He Drew was, Lloyd. He's, he's like a promoter. Okay. Yeah. It was a really good interview. I, it was very informative. I really enjoyed that. Um, also for the culture on Thursdays from studio one, you've got Lex Vegas from seven to eight every Thursday with, with our boy, Tim Buck too, the exclusive producer of the Lex Vegas show. And also for the culture, you've got club pizzle, Don P who, uh, hopefully soon we can get here on the show. He's on Thursday nights from nine to 10 though, from studio one. And at Studio 2, you've got Broad Street South and Money's Crazy Soundtrack. Friday nights, of course, you've got the Grapevine Friend of Show. And you've got Money's Crazy Mind wrapping the week up Friday nights. Uh, special start time this week. I'm guessing that's for Don P. Or I'm sorry, for... Uh, uh, Money's Crazy Mind? No, I, yeah, maybe it is for uh, Dub. 
Is that Dub Show 2-3? Yeah, I think that's Dub. Um, okay. And uh, Don P is actually moving from 8.30 to 9.30. Oh, no shit. Okay, cool. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dynamite Dave. That's right. He is going to be on with uh, Dub this week. I remember him. I saw his post about that the other day. Uh, so always great shit with Redline Radio at the, on, on uh, Studio One or Studio Two. Good shit going on any day of the week. And everything can be watched in replay. Feel free to watch. Uh, you can still comment on things. The notifications still show up. Still, You can still interact with everybody. Um, and if you're going to interact with shit too, interact with some of our sponsors. Let's hook some of them up. Uh, for instance, <clears throat> we are here at the Growing Wings Adult Services Studio Number 2. Lovely studio. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, Growing Wings. We love you, Lisa. Yes, we do. Growing Wings Adult Services has over seven years of experience taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, give Lisa a call 234-334-7547. Mel, I saw your, I saw your uh, message pop up, but I didn't read it. Doing a show, brother. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I said that this was the, the house that, uh, talking about balls built, but literally it was the house that Wiggins Construction Home Improvement built. Um, they, they do your bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, and much more. Uh, they do residential and commercial. Um, give Will a call today, 440-731-7654. Uh, tell them that Team Redline sent you. Uh, they do great work. I mean, honestly, we love coming to Studio 2 to record all the time, and fuck, I just lost that one pick. Yeah, Mel yet. just sent me some breaking news. Um, for those of you at home, uh, Russell Wilson has been released by the Denver Broncos, and they have signed Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite to play this Sunday. Um, <laughs> actually, he did send the meme of it. It's pretty funny. Uncle Rico was Photoshopped. Hard for you to see, but he was Photoshopped into the Denver Broncos uniform. I love that movie, by the way, when he's fucking throwing the ball and filming it. I love that shit so much. Um, Mel, we got to have you on soon, man. It's been a while. Call in on uh, Saturday from 12 to 2 uh, or, or, you know, 12, 15-ish if you're going off Lee's clock. And we will we'll be there. You can talk Brown Steelers and all that good shit. Um, but back to the real reason that we're here and the reason these lights are on right now, and that is because of our Electric. wonderful sponsors. And that is because of, I just saw their name pop up down there a minute ago, friend of ours. We were there live, Dynatech. Ladies and gentlemen, great they facility. do it all. Great facility, great people. Can't wait to go back. I think there's some some speculation that there's going to be another uh, Saturday morning little special show there. And I look forward to doing it. I look forward to having my whole day clear so I can actually stay and eat some more of that fucking barbecue. Uh, I'm guessing I'm Tim so said I missed out. On I'm guessing that. Tim went home with like trays and trays of food and just lived like a fucking King that day. And I was so jealous that I only got one little plate. I can um, confirm that that was a great feast. <laughs> I, I had to walk by the food and I'm like, they're like, you want a hoodie? And I'm like, no, I want more meat. And I had to go by and just leave. It was sad. That's also what she said. Yes, she did. Especially when she's with me. She's like, that wasn't enough. And then I'm like, oh shit, I feel bad about myself. Um, but Dynatech, <laughs> as testified by many customers, they have the diamond saw blades that are the fastest cutting, longest lasting customer satisfaction is how they measure success at Dynatech. Uh, their engineers are always available to help you troubleshoot and solve problems on your job site. They're located in Elyria, Ohio, and they are committed to being the top diamond saw blade company around the world. Their products include saw blades, abrasive blades, pavement marking blades, core drill rigs, core drill bits, high-speed gas saws, masonry saws, walk-behind saws, tile saws, and other construction equipment. Give them a call at 1-800-446-9001 or shoot them an email, sales at dynatech.com. Dynatech.com is D-Y-N-A-T-E-C-H.com. Tell them talking about ball sent you. And you're on a roll there. It's like just shotgunning. It I do off it there, so often. You? I'm like used to it. I almost, <laughs> I almost memorize these now. So we don't have the number up right now, but we do have an official hotline. You can call in and talk to us. Um, I know uh, Rome likes to use it every once in a while to give us a call, but it is the Fitch Trash Beaning Trash Trash Bin Cleaning LLC number. It's at the bottom now there. Give us a call. Say hi to us. Uh, but tr tr Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning and Pressure Washing. 
their locally owned eco-friendly trash bin cleaning service in Northwest Ohio, serving North Ridgeville, where I live, and surrounding areas. You can reach out to Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning LLC at 440-752-1533 um, or email Brandon at Brandon at FTBUSA. Dot com. Yeah, you know, that's we run a tight ship here. If you're going to call into our hotline, call in, chat with us for a minute and keep it quick. Keep it like a bank robbery. Get in, get out, do your business. You're done. It's like taking a shit at a gas station. You don't want to stay around too long and linger. Get in, get out, get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> another sponsor for uh, for Redline, a good one that uh, Steel City was actually just at a couple weeks ago with Lee Chipper and Dave. I don't know why they had them of all the shows. Uh, they Did must you have- see some of the dance moves at this place, though? Huh? Were you talking about? Was this? Oh no, never mind. I'll tell you. Go ahead. No, I was talking about Pit Road Diecast. Oh, okay. I didn't see any dancing. Oh, okay. I saw, I'll lead into that one. I, I saw three old men. One guy, Chipper, who's definitely had hip replacements in his life at his age. Uh, those guys cannot dance. However, they were seated and they were surrounded by a lot of diecast uh, cars, memorabilia, and stuff like that. Really cool shit if you're into NASCAR and all that jazz. Uh, Pit Road Diecast specializes in all current and past NASCAR diecast and model car kits. For all of your diecast needs, call 216-355-2347. Mention Redline Radio and receive 10% off your in-store purchase. Uh, if you're interested, they do sell Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, replica car, or Dale Earnhardt Sr., I'm sorry, replica cars, and they do come with a fuse. You light it, it just, it'll just it drive around, smash into something, blow up. It's pretty cool. Honestly, I saw it live. It was really nice. Uh, those are buy one, get one free, so check those out if you want to kill them twice. It's nice. So grab those when you go to Pit Road Diecast. Tell them talking about balls sent you, and you want the oh, Dale Earnhardt special. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was talking about was last weekend, uh, Dave and Lee. Now, Dave and Chipper were oh, at the oh, uh, the yeah. Bad Juju concert. And so what I was talking about um, was the bad dancing at Chipper. I like went live and, and watching the the uh, Bad Juju play in the background. And there's some just a bunch of old people up there just busting some moves or the moves they could bust at least. Um, it was like the one I was doing at Charleston. He used to like 90s rock I saw, music. Yeah, it's funny that Chipper filmed the one guy and was like talking about this old man dancing. It's like Chipper. That guy's like a year older than Chipper, you, Chipper, your camera's flipped around. Turn it back around. Like, let's be honest. You guys went to the same school at the same time. <laughs> let's not act like you're so much younger than this dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bad Juju, the official uh, band of Redline Radio, they play some of your 90s rock music, some of your 90s greatest, greatest hits. Um they're they're available for booking. Um, I have not seen them live yet, but I did hear them via the live last weekend. And from what I heard, they are pretty good. Uh, give oh, them, for sure. Give Dan I, a I call today. Clips. They are pretty good. Yeah, seen, I have seen them live, and oh man, they're they're, they're good. Yeah, give Dan a call today to book if you want to book them on your 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 restaurant, your your bar, your sports bar, a venue, whatever you need. Um, your bar mitzvah, whatever. I don't. I mean, I'm sure they do everything. Bat mitzvah. If you want to do your yeah. uh. uh Quinceanera or whatever those fucking yeah. the, the, the ones that they're, you're they're 16 I'm sure Spanish, they can pull out some music are. for you. I mean, anything can be done. I learned about that in King of the Hill. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> 440-225-0511. Uh, give Dan a call today. Give him a call. Uh, while you're at it, check out some local businesses. Uh, Lucy's that hosted our remote back in October. Uh, we'd love to be back, but unfortunately, they had a little bit of a uh, string of bad luck. They they had the windows broken. People broke in, stole some shit. Uh so obviously they're working on replacing all that stuff. We would love to be back. I truly had a great time when we did our remote there. Um, they have changed some things. They're no longer Lucy's Steak and Seafood. They are now just Lucy's Shenanigans Pub, I think is what it's called now, something like that. Um, they've really cut down the menu, which I think is good. You keep it simple. They have good basic bar food that everybody around the world can love and enjoy. Nothing too crazy. 
Uh, but everything looked delicious from the pictures. Check them out. Go give them some business. Tell them talking about Ball sent you. We were the, the lone show to do the remote there. They remembered us when I went back. They're great people, honestly. Please go and give them some support, especially around the holidays. What a shame. Right around Christmas time, they get broken into. Uh, so check them out. Go there. Tell them talking about Ball sent you. Tell them Redline sent you. Buy some beer. Buy some food. You know, tip your bartenders, tell them you want us back. We'll be happy to go back personally. Um, maybe we can move the show start time up to the daytime. I don't really want to be in that neighborhood at night anymore after the string of bad luck they've been going through, but that's just me. Uh, but I would love to be back. So give them some 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 money and some business because they were great. And yeah, we, great we loved being there. Um, however, I am in talks with possibly doing another remote at a different location. We'll see how this goes. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but Christie's I am down by eight. I was actually thinking thunder from down under. So Kyle can see some sausages, mm. um, but a little all seriousness, I am down by eight in our picks. It's not looking good. A tattoo <laughs> is more than likely looming, which I'm okay with because I am covered in tattoos. Kyle doesn't have any, so it's kind of fitting that he doesn't get this. Um, I feel like it's for the best. He wants to be buried in a Jewish cemetery and you cannot go in with a tattoo. So that is just, that's religion. It's true. That's, but according to my wife, you're going to burn me somewhere. That's a so real I, thing. I don't think I'm being buried. Anywhere. Yeah, Kyle did marry uh, the female Hitler. So she is into burning Jews. He wants to be married in a Jewish cemetery. She wants to throw him in an oven. So we'll see how you that don't understand goes. how that joke resonates in a lot because there's, she is German. Mm -hmm. She is German. Luckily I know my history when I talk about shit. So it works out. Um, <laughs> But we are in in some talks. Dave's going to reach out and maybe we can get one at uh, Tattoo Therapy, Inc. If we can't get the remote there, it doesn't matter. Still go get a tattoo. Talk to Riley. I, I think I'm down to three very interesting picks for your tattoo. Okay. I mean, I have, I think I, I hit two of the, uh, uh, what are they called? The bold predictions. Sure. So I have lowered my tier from a five yeah. to a three, yeah. which, you know, the lower you get, the better the tier. So I'm, I'm, I'm confident with that. I'm also, because... The loser gets to pick the placement. It's not like Kyle can say you're getting a dick on your forehead. If Kyle nah, wants to tattoo a dick on me, uh, that's totally fine. It'll be, I'll, I'll insist that it's either life size of his or Lee's. So it's not very big. You're not going to see it. Oh, no, I mean, I mean, nice, nice and hidden on your sleeve. So From you a distance, it. it's going to look like a mole, maybe at best, <laughs> yeah. just a little black dot. Absolutely. But it's actually, their their balls and test their their dick and balls. Um, but yeah, all seriousness, go to go to Riley and, and the team there at Tattoo Therapy Inc. They're some of the best artists in Northeast Ohio. They're located on uh, the Greenbrier Shopping Center in Parma Heights. Give them a call, 440-747-7130. Tell them Talking About Balls sent you. None of these places know who Talking About Balls are. Uh, this is just like one of one sports cards. I just want everyone to say Talking About Balls sent me because eventually that's going to become a thing. Yes, I feel it like will the more people thing. do it, the better it is for us. So tell everybody that Talking About Balls sent you and and if they look at you puzzled, they probably will. Then go, they work with Redline Radio, and everyone can go, ah, okay, that makes sense. So just mention talking about balls first, though, first and foremost. Drop the balls first, yes. and then mention Redline. Always unzip, drop the balls, and then turn around and show them your Redline. And Ooh. that's how you do an ad read, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> those are the ad reads. <laughs> that's your ads for the week. Thank you, everybody, for listening to those. That was a good one. I really was feeling great on that. Chipper was not live from the, yeah, no. I know. I hope to God Chipper's here on Saturday, too. Yeah, Chipper went to that remote at Pit Road Diecast, and I believe, I mean, he complained like a motherfucker because it was like a half hour away. But he was there. So he bitched, and he's like, I think I'm almost near Pittsburgh now, you know, all this shit. And then I, I dozed off because Chipper can be boring at times. Um, <laughs> but I'll bring lots of coffee and energy drinks on Saturday so he doesn't we put have me to, to sleep We have to come, come nice, be nice on Saturday with everybody. We have to be just pleasant. Only one out of three. Pleasantly nice. There's only one out of three that we got to be nice to these days. Chipper and Dave. 
it's on you. And I'm just kidding. I don't really fuck around with them too much. I like making jokes every now and again, but it's not, I don't, I don't treat this rivalry that serious. We'll treat it like a political interview and it's answer. Yes. Yes. No, very, very straightforward yes. answers. Yes. The Browns are going to go out tomorrow and they're going to yes. play their best version of football. And you know, if the team with the most points wins and that's how football goes, Hope we it's all hug be very, afterwards and have a great time. There will be Jersey exchanges and kisses and, butt grabs and all that fun shit that happens on a football field. I did not inhale. Um, all right. Well, as I said, well, no, I almost skipped a couple things. Donovan Mitchell forgot about that. His story. Well, so did half the NBA almost. Too. I know they, they really tried to sweep this under the rug. I, I mean, in, in, in their defense, strange night for that to happen. Yeah. A- any other night, this is probably the talk of the town. Yeah. Somebody overshadowed it selfishly in Cincinnati. Um, but Donovan Mitchell with a great night, historical performance. I'm happy to say that I was in the queue to, were you, I mean, sort of for most of it. Um, <laughs> I was there. I, I have, I have a ticket stub and a picture from my seat that night. That's all I need as did, proof. Did that you I see was them there. come out and then, and, and talk about how the last, whatever, 13 points would never have counted. Yeah. They said that like he entered the lane too early. Yeah. He entered the lane and they shouldn't have, uh, how was that random drug test? Oh, that happens all the time. I mean, there's been times with it was um, funny though, just it happened. There, it, it happens though. I mean, in, in the NBA, it's funny because like I, I just assume most NBA players get high all the time. If I'm being honest, and I don't, I don't mean that as like, well, yeah, because oh, it's not a, it's, I don't think it's one of those drugs that people care about. Yeah, it's not one that like they could do whatever the fuck they want. Shit, like, half the NFL, these times, I think players are high playing basketball anyways. Exactly, so. that's what I was gonna say. Like we know J.R. Smith was. I don't really know of any times you've seen a guy suspended for smoking weed from NBA. What's uh, the score again, LeBron? Football all the time guys get suspended for drugs. Yeah. Like Josh Gordon was a living tale of all that for Cleveland. Um, But yeah, they do that all the time. If if somebody does something crazy and I mean, in their defense, look at the, the way Donovan Mitchell played that game. He was really, really sluggish in the first half, missing shots, turning the ball over, went to halftime with like 14 points or something like that. If that, and then comes out the second half, like a new man. And then as the game progressed, found that Michael Jordan go-go juice in the locker room. He found Michael's uh, secret stuff from Space Jam. (laughs) (laughs) He got progressively better as the game went on, which is unheard of. So I do understand the NFL looking at that and being like, what the fuck happened to this guy that he got more energy as the game went on? It's supposed to be the opposite. So to me, I, 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 I get it. Uh, he's just I, a freakish athlete, man. I mean, I think they probably were testing him to see if he was on some sort of upper or like amphetamine or something does because cocaine count. Uh, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> that's an upper for sure. But he did get like increasingly better stamina and like watching him blow up and down the court, pass pun intended, blow, uh, blow <laughs> up and down the court, pass the Bulls, and just maybe he purposely was just going slow in the first half, went crazy, scoring a final of seventy-one points. But yeah, the NBA did come out and say that he entered the lane too early. One of his free throws or whatever, one of his shots shouldn't have counted. Uh, the game tying one, right? Yep. The game tying one shouldn't have counted, and we and should not have gone to overtime. After that, should then, never yeah. have counted. So, but fuck you, NBA, because how many times have you come out after a Cavs <laughs> when we had LeBron and everyone's bitching and moaning about a play, saying like we should don't like? I remember the finals. They called LeBron on a shitty charge. Uh, maybe the 2016 finals. It, it might have been. I don't remember off the top of my head, but there was a really bad blocking call that was clearly a charge and they called a block on LeBron. Everybody went fucking ballistic about it. And even after the war afterwards, they're like, they should protest the NBA because yeah. that was a bullshit call. The NBA didn't go back and change anything for us. So fuck you. That stands 71 points. Most points in a game since Kobe Bryant scored 81, uh, many, many moons ago. And let's not forget the rest of his stat line too. I think it was like 71, 11 and like eight. Yeah. Had That's a great fucking game. impressive. Like, historical performance. I can't even do that in video games. So, I mean, congratulations. Even, even Mitchell said that. I think he's like, I've only seen 71 on 2k. Like that's, unheard of it's crazy good for him 
A great win for the Cavs. Again, they came out really slow. Uh, no Darius Garland, no Evan Mobley. Donovan Mitchell willed this team to victory single-handedly, literally. Um, Is Garland back tonight? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see him in the stat sheets. I don't think so. I think him and I don't even know if Mobley was playing. I, I'd have to look. No, we, we got a Mobley playing tonight. They brought him up from the G League, his brother. Oh, Isaiah? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. We do need the work. Uh, the Cavaliers in the third quarter are on an 8-1 to run, and it is 44-41 there, making a, a uh, another comeback. Go figure. Um. Yeah, so kudos to Donovan Mitchell. Great shit. Last week we were talking about the Cavs, how they were struggling, and they were on a little bit of a losing skid, and now they're on a little bit of a winning hey, skid. Hey, that New Year's Eve win they had was impressive. Great win. That was a heck of a – that was a close one, Against too. the Bulls as well. They had to make a nice yeah. little comeback and, and and fight for it, but it's a good team win. I like the grit that we see in this team. Yes. And, and we've talked I've about it a lot. I've seen to see more road wins. They struggle on the road. That's where I get nervous. More road head. Got it. So No, we have um, plenty of that. That was what Miles Garrett got into his car accident from, <laughs> allegedly. Um, but no, I love the grit. I love the fight. I just wish it wasn't always second half heroics. I wasn't, I wish yeah, it can wasn't. Can I get a fucking full game? I wish it wasn't making it, these adjustments at the, at the half, trying to figure out what we're doing. It's almost like you're doing the rope-a-dope. Like you just let the team kind of play into the first half. You get your ass kicked in the first half, and you come out and you lay them out. Like just play one quarter to four quarter. It, uh, it cost win. my brother-in-law Khan. It cost him his bets on Monday because he's never bet before. Oh God. So we go to the Jack and we're at the, uh, the kiosks and I'm using it and I'm helping him. I'm like, Oh yeah, click here. He this how you find he this. The spreads, didn't he? he accidentally, he took money lines. Okay. But he didn't realize he was taking first halves. Oh shit. So he had the calves first half money line. If you looked at his ticket, he had one game that he lost outright. Um, I think he took the Nuggets. He took the Nuggets to beat the Timberwolves Monday night. That was the only one that lost. All the other ones, if he did full game money lines, he would have won. But he fucked up and took first half. Cavs were down by like 17 hey, at halftime. You, you live and learn, right? Yeah. You didn't put like a full paycheck on it, right? I no, would, no, no. Yeah. It was only a few bucks. Yeah, but yeah. I told him afterwards, I, I'm reading his, his ticket, and I'm like, hey, man, you know what first half means, right? He's like, no. I'm like, that means that's just halftime. They have to be winning at halftime. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, next time, man, don't just go click and buy and, and end and this and that. I'm like, yeah, let me look it over. I just want to just let people, I mean, just research, man. Is research spread difference, money line difference, over yeah. under what it means. And just that's the good thing too. Read again, into it. Use the free bets they're giving you yep. and use it as a training method also. Like be smart. I'm not saying just piss your money away, but really do some, do some investigating. Figure out what things mean. Uh, don't just go for the huge payback because the bigger the, uh, the the payback, the lower your odds really are. So I mean, I know we glorify, some easy we ones glorify these like these um these future. And that's bets, what everyone wants know? to see is like, it's, oh, I took this guy for two dollars and it won me thirty thousand because it was so fucking far fetched. But the odds of doing that are so slim; those are probably not going to happen to you. At the realistic. end of the day, Vegas knows yes, most. They know a lot of shit. Yeah. So if you, if it's a really far fetched bet, the chance of you hitting pretty slim to none. That's why Vegas is okay putting that out there because you're probably not going to get paid for it. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, kudos to Jonathan Mitchell. Great game for him. Uh, Kyle had mentioned Christmas Eve or uh, New Year's Eve. I'm sorry. Great yep. win for the Cavaliers. Not a great win for the big 10. Oh, um, Adam's still in the chat. Adam has left the building because we were about to talk. <laughs> so did the Wolverines. Just like John Harbaugh, he has left the building. Allegedly, there's how, some rumors just, there. Not to jump ahead, but how perfectly timed was that field goal kick? At Ohio State to the ball dropping. We had literally two, we had two TVs going. We had two balls dropping at once because yes. no, Noah Ruggles <laughs> dropped the ball and New York dropped the ball for the new year. But let's, let's talk about the first game. Yeah, I did not Michigan see that fucking happen. I did not. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I was never confident that TCU was going to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, no matter how big the lead was, I would text my buddies because Michigan would then score a couple touchdowns or whatever and they'd inch their way back. And I yeah. would always say, all right, looks like TCU has faced reality here. Yep. 
And then all of a sudden TCU would score. And then my friends would be like, what were you saying? And then Michigan would go score. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Plenty of game yeah, left. Here now we, we have go. a game again. And it's like, boom. And then TCU big would play. just keep rolling. And I, I couldn't believe it. I didn't realize this. So I went back because I didn't watch TCU at all this year. Obviously, nobody really had. No, right? no, nor did I. Not, not a lot. I, I mean, went I back s- and looked at some of their highlights. What of the I could. Year. A, they were a big play team. So yes. they just, all they hit on were big plays. And that quarterback, bless his heart, he, he won't survive. Duggan. Yeah, Duggan. He won't survive playing that way any past college. No, no, but, no, no, no. I mean, that dude just puts his body in the line, and and more power to him. He's he's a hell of a he's a hell of a hell of a quarterback to run up the middle like he did sometimes. It's like a Tim Tebow Jr. that just puts his yeah. body in the line. Um, and what did Adam say? Adam said Michigan was way, was too, way over. too overconfident and cocky and got punched in the mouth. And and he's right. And yeah. and I mean, same thing though. Like you said, with TCU being a big play team, Michigan's also a big play team. Yeah. Uh, to make their comeback, how many of those plays were like a quick quick drive, yeah. quick throw? deep touchdown TCU's defense like how do they not see that coming if you're up by that huge lead play underneath Dude. make them inch their way to the end zone to kill clock don't give up a big play that's Joe Woods defense you fucking dummies how do you do that in the biggest game of your lives I remember the TCU scored. and this isn't a knock on the players yeah this is a knock on uh TCU's coaching have those kids in better fucking position you idiots I Go think ahead, sorry T- no TCU scored I went upstairs shotgun and a beer um with with Mike my brother-in-law Come back down and Michigan's now winning. I'm like, I was literally only gone like a minute. That's how quick what it was. Fu- what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is a Harbaugh trait. I mean, for sure. That's why in, in big games, Harbaugh does not have a good track record, truthfully. Uh, against Ohio State, he's had two years of success only in the last two years. I just I just um, wish that this Ohio State team would have shown up against Michigan. They, they would have won. I mean, yeah, the way they played Georgia was fucking And it would have changed everything. But then again, do you trust Ohio State they would have beat Michigan? <laughs> that, I, actually, I take that back. If Ohio State would have beat Michigan, they would have been the one seed. So we would have been playing. I mean, God knows who the four seed could have been at that point. Yeah. Um, because Michigan would have had a loss. So everything would have been different. We we can't sit here and just predict these four. It could have been completely different but teams. Aside aside from all that, both games were they were phenomenal. So fun, fun to watch. Entertaining from start to finish, literally up to the fucking wire. Uh, great, great time. I really enjoyed everything on Saturday, even though Ohio State lost again. I'm not a huge Ohio State fan, so when I watched it, he missed the kick, and I moved on with my life. I didn't really care. Um, I will say one thing I found funny. Uh, hopefully, Mel's still watching. I don't know. Uh, his co-host Ronnie, he he commented on a. He's a Georgia fan. I didn't I didn't realize this. So he commented on a Georgia post. There's a Georgia sports site. Is that twenty four seven one. Yeah, yeah. And, and and they're trying to shit on Ryan Day because Ryan Day just said Marvin Harrison Jr. going out impacted the game. That's all he said. I think it's a fair statement. If you lose one of your best players, is it fair to say you that? You mean on the non-targeting the targeting call? Yeah. And so Michigan had a targeting call too and wasn't called? Right. Well, he just, all he said was the injuries. He yeah. said the injuries impacted the game. Georgia fans took that article and a Georgia fan wrote it. And the, the article says, Ryan Day says injuries caused the, the, cost them the game. Didn't it say excuses already or yeah, something that's like what they're that? Saying. They're yeah. like, oh good teams don't make excuses and this and that. And even then, again, I'm not a diehard Ohio State fan, but I had to stand up for Ryan Day because I, I read the article because I'm not an idiot. That's the other thing, too, that people do. And this doesn't just go to Browns fans. Most sports fans are really dumb. So most sports fans will just see uh, an article and roll with it. They don't actually read said article. So I read the article, and I saw that Ryan Day just said, uh, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr.'s injury uh, impacted the game. And, you know, we did this, we did that. Like, he just went on and explained everything. He didn't say, like, if Marvin was out there, we win the game or anything like that. That's how Georgia took it. You notice what Facebook's doing nowadays? They're, um, if you go to share an article without reading it, it actually tells you. Yeah. It actually tells you. Do you sure you want to share it this should, without reading it? Because people are that stupid. That they just roll like, with things. It's like, and I, I mean, yeah. I don't want to get political on here, but it just shows you this, the ignorance of people. Um, 
like immediately poor uh, uh, Demar uh, uh, Hamlin is in the hospital. Immediately, there are people saying it's because he got vaccinated. Oh God, I'm not kidding. They are trying to blame this on the COVID vax. Oh, I know. Mind you, <laughs> anyone with a brain getting COVID also has side effects that affect your heart, your breathing, things like that. So this very well could be COVID related, not COVID vaccine related. The actual illness, whatever the fuck it's called. I must, is it, it's a disease. So disease, sure. Um, virus, whatever the fuck it is. If you get COVID, it can impact things like that. But everyone just immediately goes, I bet it was the vaccine. Then I saw other people. Uh, there was an ex NFL player. I forgot his name. It's, it's a, it's a tough one to pronounce. I'm not going to lie to you. He was a guard for the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's John like, Smith. It's like um, Umche Nuwabi or something like that. I, I, I probably fucked it up. Nailed it. He, he passed away over the weekend before new year's, whatever he, he died. He was 38 years old. There are people that are sending that post out on Demar Hamlin tweets going, it's happening all over the NFL now with the COVID vax. Mind you, this is just shows you how stupid people are because they don't do any research. That guy that played for the Jaguars, he hasn't been in the NFL since 2014. So he wasn't part of the mandate. He was that. not part of it. He had nothing to do with it. And they're going, the NFL mandated vaccines. That's what got him killed. He, was, he hasn't been in the league in fucking 10 years. COVID wasn't even a thought. So it just shows you how stupid people are on social media. But we already knew that. I just had to get that off my chest. Um, you feel better? A little bit. There's still not really because no one's going to take anything I say and and learn anything from it. So it feels good to say it, but I'll feel better if people actually listen to my advice. But they won't because they're done. We should designate half hours of the show just to world world happenings and just hit on the hot topics. We could do that. I was actually talking with Kyle earlier, and we were saying we got some we have some big plans for 2023. Uh, we talked a lot this week about some things we want to do, and one of them could be going weekly. Uh, I, I also I don't want to leave Tim in the dark. We like to talk about things. We pull back the curtain here on the show. Uh, so there's a chance if some things go the way we're hoping that they're going to go when Kyle and I do a little a little homework, if you will, uh, that our show could be weekly for the year. Uh, I'm sure most of you don't care. Most of you are sick of us already. But I would love to come on here and then tell you tell you, you guys are all idiots 52 weeks a year, preferably. Uh, that's my goal. If honestly, I might want to do twice a week just to tell you guys how dumb you are sometimes. Um, but could be some big things <laughs> happening for the uh, the old balls of talk up here. But yeah, there are some things we were talking about behind the scenes we'd like to get going, and then it could potentially turn into weekly shows, which would be really cool for everybody. First, we have our naked calendar coming out soon. It's going to be yeah. Uh, that's the first one we're doing. Is uh, Kyle's going down to the beach? We're going to take yep. some pictures while the weather's kind of nice, and we are taking some glamour shots. Some uh, some nice ash cheeks in the sand. And obviously, my boy Tim, he is Mister October. He just has to be something about that name rolls off the tongue. Reggie Jackson, who? No, Tim Buck too. That is my. I'm Mr. picturing Tim laying next to a bear, a bear skin rug like uh, Burt Reynolds is the back in the day. Butt naked, butt naked, put up in the air. Yeah, the butt a little, a little blurred. You know how they do that? They focus yeah. on Tim. His butt's yeah. a little blurred. We want it to be classy, but sexy. Yes, and See. we're gonna do that with Tim on that bear skin rug. So if any of you out there have a bear skin rug, we can borrow. You may not want it back based on what he does to some of the chairs here coming out of his ass. Luckily, he'll be laying on it forward. So if he flips over, burn the rug. If he's laying on his stomach, it's good to go. Just, you know, vacuum it. He'll be fine. It'll be all good. See, what not you're not telling him is I am the bear rug. We're going to surprise him, Tim. I don't, we can't tell him that in advance. They're not going <laughs> to let us come to their houses. We got to we gotta sneak our way in a little bit. Um, but Ohio State did miss the field goal uh, at the end of the game, game winner. I think C.J. Stroud did a really good job for me. My thing was I watched this game for C.J. Stroud because his draft stock was was kind of dropping. 
And I personally don't look at one game as a make or break, but for a guy like CJ Stroud, who I think is extremely talented, who he, I think is going to be a very good quarterback. Pretty well, I think. I think him doing this to Georgia's defense proves he can play at the next level. Yep. There shouldn't be many concerns from NFL teams. I also think Bryce Young looked really good. Don't don't get me wrong. Bryce Young looked really good in his bowl game. Bryce Young's small. Bryce Young is a very small guy. Uh, a lot I of see people don't think about that. Concussion written all over him too. Not even that. He's just. I mean, yes, yeah, that too. But he is tiny, and he's not athletic. Uh, like Kyler Murray. He's like the same size as Kyler Murray, except he's not as mobile and, and, and elusive. So that's going to make things difficult. Yeah. You've seen what happened to sh- shorter quarterbacks. Russell Wilson had a good run this year. Looked like shit. Baker Mayfield struggled. Small quarterbacks tend to struggle in the NFL. Uh, Bryce Young could be the number one overall pick, or maybe teams let him slide because they are a little concerned about the size. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Adam, I, I'm not that kind of guy that talks shit. As I said a couple weeks ago or last week, whatever, I had a really good joke for Franco Harris I was going to make at the week that he died. But I waited because if the Steelers lost, I was going to put that joke out. They won, so I had to fucking bite my tongue. You don't put a joke out too early. You don't talk shit too early. I've learned that. Uh, so Ohio State fans that went into Adam's inbox, you guys are idiots because he he got the last laugh. Let's, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, so we're looking for a Georgia TCU college championship never thought i'd say those words and i'm, I'm never... rooting for tcu i want to see him pull oh, off for two, sure. two times I want, in a row i want here. the upside I, yeah no question about it fuck georgia i don't want to see back to back here's uh, um, this is where you put your money on you put your money on tcu the money line whole paycheck no they're Can't gonna go be the underdog go if you think tcu is gonna win you go tcu plus the points oh yeah plus the points that's only gonna help you um yeah, Stroud went from being potentially a top five pick to some mocks are now putting him like late first. But I think his game against Georgia, I think he's going to really test well. I doubt he does the combine because he's a good enough quarterback, but uh, he'll have a pro day at Ohio State. He's going to put up good numbers. Uh, he's very athletic as he showed against Georgia. He didn't really run a lot this year. He ran a lot against Georgia and showed that he can get things done with his legs. Um, that only boosts his CJ Stroud, welcome to the Jets. No, Jets are going to be drafted in like the mid-teens. He'll be gone by then. I could see, truthfully, if, if they're if they're smart, Seattle should take him with the Denver Broncos pick, which could be like three or four. Um, but we'll see. It's way too early. We'll do draft talk as the season goes on. Um, yeah, I'm rooting for TCU because they are fun. To, it's fun to root for the underdog. But at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. Like, that's one of those games where if, if TCU's down by like 30 at halftime, I'll just turn it off and move on with my day and watch whatever the fuck else is on TV. I could care less. Um, but let's get into picks because we are up yes. against it. And it is my our favorite final, part of the year so far. Our final picks of the year, week 18. The score officially at the bottom there, as you guys see, we have Kyle in the lead 171, 78 and 2. JG 163, 86 and 2. And Tim pick 2, 75, 30. I think I wrote 33 there because again, my handwriting is atrocious or it's on there. 30, yeah, 75, 33. And pretty good win percentage here, Tim. Yeah, Thank Tim you, did very good. Thank you. Thank you. Tim did have a little bit of a rough week last week. I'll be honest with him. Um, actually, no, he went 11 no, and 4. That's not was, terrible. Yeah, I thought last week was what good. What I go? 12? Yeah, you went 12 and 3, uh, 11 and 4. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It was the week before where Tim went 8 and 8. That was a rough week. I was I went through to make sure I had all the numbers right. So I recounted all the old weeks. Um, but let's get right into it. Saturday will be the uh, start of the games this week. There are no Thursday night games anymore this year. You better take some chances this week. Gonna have to. So again, as we did before, Kyle will be going first because I, I do have to make up. Uh, excuse me, eight games to, to tie, and then a ninth game to win. And there are only sixteen games. I've in got the football some picks week. this week. We're gonna give you a chance. So let's let's roll start the it. dice. We're gonna go 
uh, in this order, it'll go Kyle. And then either me or Tim, that doesn't matter. For me, it's just I need to be Kyle. That's my main concern right now. So without further ado. You're doing a comedy set for me, though. Yeah, that, I already have. That one's lost. There's no way. You, you literally cannot, unless everyone, uh, no, even then, if everyone goes to Mar Hamlin, then even then, you're still going to win. Oh so, God. yeah, no, you got it. See, I, I'm warming up for my comedy routine. I'm a dark comic, Tim. I like these dark comedy. I like dark jokes. Um, Never too soon. Anyway, no, I feel like I've used too many. Now they're going to be like, still? He's still making jokes about that guy? We're going to get banned on Facebook. It went from too soon to too much. That's what I'm doing. Zuckerberg's <laughs> like, mm, 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 uh, Kansas mm. City at Las Vegas, starting it off. Yeah, I mean, 4.30 it's, I, on Saturday. I'm not going to give you a chance in this one. Sorry. Uh, give me the Chiefs in this one. because I, I, Like I said before, I was reading an article today. Uh, he's playing for some money. He needs to get an extra 230 yards, 240 yards to get an incentive, I believe. And that's a, like a $1.5 million payout. So, yeah, good luck beating the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs have actually looked pretty bad the last few weeks. Um, they almost lost to the Texans. They almost lost to the Broncos. Now they're facing a Raiders team who looked really good, as you can attest, going okay. up against a very good 49ers defense. Dice, Jared huh? Stidham uh, came out there and impressed some people. And again, I need to make up nine games. Give me the fucking Raiders just because I have to. I, at this point, I, I have to take chances. Basically, every pick I make on the show are going to be opposite from our, our CBS pickums that we're in because that one I'm still taking serious. This one I have to take chances. Yeah, you made a nice comeback in that one. I did. I think I'm only I don't down think, by like four I, or five. I don't five think we're going to catch Ryan, but I no, mean. no, no. I'm, I'm right now, I'm just shooting for second place with you. That's it. Yep. Um, but I, I will go with the Raiders because just because I have to, honestly. The Raiders. So Kansas the City. Raiders. Tim, you're taking Kansas City as well, right? Yeah. I saw you doing the chop, the chop. All right. So KC for those two. Las Vegas for me, the new gambling man. Uh, now we go to <laughs> we're all just gambling away today. Another game with huge playoff implications. So obviously, if Kansas City wins, they lock up the one seed. Uh, if Tennessee or Jacksonville wins, winner of this game wins the AFC South. Um, this one I can't even get that fucking wild. I'll go first. I, I got to take Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, they're the me, better team. Give Tennessee me Jacksonville. Like Plus, I want to see. I can't wait over. to see Jacksonville in the playoffs this year. I really. Can't. Yeah, I'm excited. They could be a little dangerous. I think. Uh, once, once we're done with the season and we have more time for the shows, I really would like to go back and break down each team's season, and I think we're going to have a really good time talking about Jacksonville. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with what I've seen with them. Uh, spoiler alert, when they... Something I'll talk about then. Time for the bird animal noises. When they, oh, I can't <laughs> wait for that. When they uh, went out in the offseason and they they made a bunch of uh, signings, like Christian Kirk got that huge contract. They were just throwing money around left and right. I was like, these guys are fucking idiots. Kirk's like, had a good year. Gonna suck. And Christian Kirk was one of my best fantasy players. I had him on my team. Uh, so they made the right decision there. So I will give them credit there. Uh, but Jacksonville all around, I think, unless Tim says otherwise, but please. Tim, what do you got? Take me to the zoo, baby. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm watching a, an MGM movie where the, the lion starts off. That's what it sounded like. I like that a lot. Jacksonville all around. Lee with AEW slash Jacksonville is his pick. I have to think that was for Jacksonville because I don't know what sound a Titan would make. So, <laughs> uh, Next up, we have Tampa Bay at the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay has already come out and said, yeah, and they have Calvin Ridley coming next year. Speaking of gambling, man, he uh, he, he got traded to them in, in, in the season this year, so that's going to be huge. Side note, Tan, did you see uh, Pete Rose made his first pick legally down in Cincinnati? That the Reds are going to win I the World love Series. It. The I first love it. legal bet in Ohio was uh, Pete Rose betting on the Cincinnati I love, Reds. I love How that. How fucking awesome is that, honestly? I think that is really cool. Um, and shame on Major League Baseball if they don't put him in the Hall of Fame now that it's legal in Ohio. So did the Bucks come out and say that Brady's sitting or is he starting? Everything I've read says the Bucks plan on playing their starters. Cool. Uh, I'm going Falcons on this one. 
okay, give me uh, Tampa Bay. That one's going to be <laughs> hopefully making my comeback here. So let me, I'm going to put a check mark to opposite picks just so I can keep up with how many I have. I'll put a little circle next to him. So this is going to be Tampa Bay for me, the Tampa Bay. And then Kyle is going Falcons. And uh, Tim? What's your name? Arg, I like that. All right, we're going with the Bucks. Sound like you burped slash farted over there. That's why I wasn't sure. I was like, is that a <laughs> is that a Falcon like getting hit by a bus? I don't know what that sound was, but I think it was a it was a, a Falcon getting hit by T Higgins. Pirate. All right, I like it. Uh, New England at Buffalo. This is an interesting one here because you have Buffalo who mentally could not be right. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I bet Bill Belichick is gonna tell his teammates like, go out there and talk shit. Fuck them up mentally. You know Bill Belichick's a dirty motherfucker. You know it. He is definitely using this as fuel for his team to get this win. He's because gonna, he, the, his, when and they're where, in. Where's it at? Is it in Buffalo? It's in Buffalo. Ah, oh, shit. I was say, if it was in New England, they're going to be playing Arms of an Angel over the fucking lake. <laughs> there's going to be there's gonna be a New England fans outside the stadium in jerseys praying, praying that they win the game angel. with news cameras all over. They're going to hold a candlelit vigil. I don't. I don't put Patriot it past season. Belichick. I really don't. No question, dude. I guarantee they are going to go out there. And I mean, in a in a game of chess, psychological warfare yeah. like football, give me Bill Belichick against Sean McDermott right now, where they're not mentally there. Yeah, I, I, I I'm going to go opposite of that. I think that'd be hilarious. I'm going to go opposite and say the Bills are going to be extra focused. And try to win this one, like oh, go win one for the Gipper type thing. So give me the Bills in this one. I also think too that with, I said Gipper, not Gimpy. By the way, I don't want you guys thinking I'm insulting him even more. I got to walk to Gimp. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, but I, I don't think Buffalo might care about this game personally because if they don't let them replay, if if Kansas City wins on Saturday, then Buffalo might not even play their starters. Yeah, and and maybe they shouldn't because of the the what what they're going through right now. So. I am going to go with Tampa Bay or uh, oh, with, uh, New England. Three difference. Here it comes. I'm going with New England. I need nine this, at least. This so is, this is the closest I get to a Buffalo. That's, that is completely a different animal. <laughs> uh, not even close to what a Buffalo sounds like. That's clearly maybe an elephant. a Buffalo shot. Clearly but an know. elephant. Um, but <laughs> a for effort, Tim. A for effort. <laughs> This is the closest I have for a buffalo, a fucking elephant. <laughs> Maybe the buffalo is standing next to elephant. And when he said closest to, he meant, you know. Uh, Vikings at Bears. Yes. Uh, the Bears have officially come out and said that uh, Justin Fields is not playing. They are going with, uh, I think, Nathan Peter Peterman or whoever the fuck their backup yep. is. Yep. Uh, Minnesota, I imagine, will be going with their starters. Uh, Chicago is one of the worst teams in football. Even I can't go against them. Yeah. Give me or, the, I can't uh, go against anybody. Give me the Jefferson list uh, Vikings. Yeah. Give me the Vikings. Is he not playing? No, he just mentally won't be there. Oh yeah, yeah. no, he might be against the. He's gonna have the images. He's gonna have images in his head of last he week. He might put up two hundred yards against. The he might have Bears some defense. ghost images in his mind. Tim, can I get your best impression of a Viking? I don't even know. I was I I, you gave there. me a fucking elephant <laughs> elephant for a buffalo. So I mean, you could do whatever you want. Bring honestly, your, bring you your women. Literally, so I just can wing it, rape dude. Them. <laughs> I see. Oh, my bad. No, you're good. You were talking just like one of my brothers. Bury me at sea. Rape and pillage. I'm a Viking. Unless we're in Green Bay and it's kind of cold and then we suck ass. But yeah, give me the Viking. You, you need the Viking horn or like the whatever the uh, the uh, skull chant is. The skull thing? I don't even know what the horn sound is. But I, like the, I like the deep voice better. That works for me. Um, yeah, next Vikings. up, we have Baltimore at Cincinnati. One o'clock. Another game of... 
importance. Uh, it, it fucks with seeding. Both teams have already clinched playoff spots, but it does affect seeding. Uh, I think Cincinnati's going to mentally be way more okay. They're very well rested. Yeah, very. They they they, they got an extra bye week essentially. Um, I have to go with the home team, Cincinnati. I think yeah. I just think that they're going to be okay. Yep, give me the Bengals. And I mean. Uh, Baltimore just lost a shitty ass Kenny Pickett on a ball where he threw it to the a totally different guy. Lucky fluke touchdown just shows you how bad the, the Ravens can be at times. So give me the bungles, Tim. We got it in this game. Oh, go ahead. There we go. The kitty cats. Now in this one, I thought it would be funny because you have two animals. So Tim could have went any direction, but funny. If he's like, all right, I don't know how to make this sound. Moo! And I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck are you? He picking? meant Ravens, based on how he did it for the uh, how he did it for the for the Buffalo Bills. All right, so we got Cincinnati all around for that one. Next up, we've got Houston at Indianapolis in a battle of who gives a fuck. Uh, you've got the Texans battling for the number one pick in the draft. You've got the Colts battling for absolutely. I think Lovey Smith's playing for a a, a a job right now. He, he's he might be playing in the game because he fuck it. They, they, why not? <laughs> it's the end of the year. Do whatever you want to do. But I think he is playing because they honestly they came out and said they're going to evaluate him going in the offseason. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, they, I think he's a good coach. Yeah, I think he sucks. So he, they should have never hired him. But uh, uh, speaking I, of bad coaches across the field is Jeff Saturday. Oh, and even worse. Is, yes, a much worse. Who coach. has not been very good. Uh, Nick Foles got hurt. Matt Ryan will be serving as backup. Sam Ellinger, Ellinger, however you pronounce it, will be the starter for Indianapolis. Um, I got to go Houston here. I'll start. You're going Houston here? I got to go Houston. I'm going Indy here. Fuck the Texans. Wow. Four picks. We're getting close to this miracle pull-off. I got to do it. I mean, I'm running out of games. Uh, Jets at Miami Dolphins. Jets will probably be starting Skylar Thompson, I would imagine. Or I'm sorry, Dolphins. Uh, the Jets are starting White Mike, and he sucked last week. They can't score. Miami's defense isn't that great. Last time these two teams met, it was again against Skylar Thompson, and the Jets won. Uh, uh, Jets need to win to get to the playoffs. So do Miami's. This is kind of an interesting game. It's it's weird that no one's really talking about it, but there is a lot on the line in this game. Um this is a 50-50 pick for me, so I am going to let Kyle go first. Yeah, I'm going Jets. One last time. I thought about it myself. One last time this mm. year. I don't, I'm not confident in this, but I have to go with the Ray Finkel and the Dolphins because Ray I have Finkel. to pick an opposite one here. This is a 50-50 game. Give me the home team. Laces out, motherfucker. Uh, maybe Tua wakes up and gets some sort of weird treatment and his brain all of a sudden isn't jello. The coach from uh, Varsity Blues is in the back getting the old shot. Hey, hey do what you got to do. Give me the Dolphins. Oh, God. This is a weird game for me because the Jets either play extremely well against the Dolphins or they suck against right. the Dolphins. Um, but I think I go Jets. All right. For the sound of that, I guess you could play, like, uh, footage from 9-11. <laughs> well, I was going to actually play the butt trumpet because it sounds like a jet engine when I fart. And, I mean, hey, there was the butt fumble from Mark Sanchez, so it all would have been – it all works. Perfect. I do like that, actually. That's a good thought. Uh, so, Jets for Tim. All right, I am the lone wolf there again. I'm not super confident in that pick, but had to go with it. Uh, next up, Carolina at New Orleans in the Who Gives a Fuck Bowl. Two teams that pissed away their season in consecutive weeks. This is Panthers and Saints, right? Yeah, is okay. that not what I said? Yeah, I, I thought so. I was oh, no, saying. I honestly didn't know what I said. I, <laughs> a lot of times I talk, and I don't know what the fuck I said. So when you said that, I was like, wait, what did I read? <laughs> uh, yeah, the who gives a fuck bowl, Carolina Panthers against New Orleans Saints. Um, both teams have nothing to play for. Uh, New Orleans just beat Philly. 
which makes me think because they're a 50-50 team, they're going to lose this week. Carolina just lost, uh, but they actually played really well against Tampa, but Tampa kind of sucks, so it's really not that impressive. I'll let Kyle go first because I don't even know who I want to pick. Uh, give me the Saints. I thought about them because they're the home team. I love people. how their offensive structure is and the swapping out of the quarterbacks. I, I Taysom Hill is one of those guys who just doesn't give a fuck. No, he, he puts just runs in line. through you. It's unfortunate. It's gonna it's gonna lead to a a short career for yes. him. But but for right now, you can use and abuse him. You're going New Orleans. Yeah, give me Carolina. I am also going the Saints. Saints come marching in. If I make oh, a comeback because Saints, of all these fucking picks, I will be blown away. I have oh, basically accepted defeat. You guys just going to sing over me when I'm giving my heartfelt talk about my loss here? I'm trying to oh, take it like a man. I'm so sorry. Now Go I won't do it. it. Now I'm going to be very unhumble again. I'm going back to my old ways. I tried to be new Justin in 2023, and you guys laughed at me, okay? Now, fuck you. You're getting you're getting cocky, Justin, again. Oh, here we go. All right. Um uh, Browns Pittsburgh will do last as always. Uh, Chargers against Denver playing for nothing. The Chargers claim they don't care about seeding, um, but they are. They clinched a, a wild card spot. They're good. They're going to the playoffs for sure. And um, I don't know who I like here. I'll let Kyle go first. Yeah, give me the Broncos on this one. I kind of want to as well because the Broncos look really good. I'm not sure if the Chargers are going to be playing their starters. Does anybody out there actually know? I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't make sense for them to start their starters here. Yeah, um, I don't know. And if I seating, think, does, did they already lock up their seating? I think they're. Mm -hmm. I really don't know. Um, honestly, it doesn't even matter. I have to make a comeback, so fuck it. I'm, I got to go. Overall, see the Chargers had to do on Sundays beat the Broncos. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's they kind would of a up, must win. They were like, yeah, I guess so. Maybe they are playing the starters. Give in. me the Chargers. <laughs> That's all I needed. If you somehow make this miraculous comeback... And oh, no, no, no. you're not allowed to talk about that because I was trying to say that when you fuckers just did your little karaoke sing-along together so nobody else gets to say that because I couldn't get it out. <laughs> he hope his picks can get him better numbers. <laughs> Who are you going with, Tim? Uh, I'm going with Uncle Rico and the Denver Broncos. The newly acquired Uncle Rico <laughs> for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> I like that. That's a good horse sound. I really nice. do like that. Well done. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the New York football giants against the Philadelphia Eagles. Both teams already clinched. Um, okay. We're going to do these picks on Saturday. I'll bring my notebook. I'll bring all my shit. So yeah, we'll be fine. It, yeah. Um, New York against Philly, uh, both teams clinched a uh, Philly still battling to get the one seed. So I think they're going to really take it serious. Looks like Jalen hurts is back. Um, talk about a guy who's uh, made it known that he deserves the MVP title because yeah, they're one and one. You just can't place anybody in that system. They're one and one. They still won without him. Take Mahomes off the Chiefs and let so, me know how many wins they so have. Salty. Over there. Um, I'll let you go first because I'm. I gotta. I might give me the birds. Yeah, give me the Eagles because they're battling for the one seed. I have to do it. I can't even go opposite on this one. <laughs> that bird needs to go to the vet immediately. It does not sound healthy. That poor thing got hit by a plane, I believe. <laughs> Speaking of, I actually just watched Top Gun Maverick the other day. Great movie. Eh. Oh God! Eh, great. No. That's the word we're going to use for that. Great, great movie. Uh, it was fine. It was really cheesy. It was. Oh. It was. It was all right. It was fine. Did you um, watch the first one? I did. I hated it. I thought it was really fucking lame. Again, I watched it in 2022. The movie was made in like '84. Tom Cruise had those really fucked up chompers that I wasn't used to seeing. He had like a tooth. His his two front teeth were one middle tooth. He had like one tooth in the middle. It was it was really weird. I, it didn't make any sense to me. I didn't like it. I thought right off the rip. Tom Cruise was very rapey 
He they're singing in the bar. Like who has just like fucking karaoke together with guys to try to hit on one girl. It was an eighties movie, dude. I know I put myself back in the eighties and I thought I would have hated this back then. So I did not like the original top gun. The top gun Maverick movie was fine. Um, it wasn't, I don't know. Everybody really hyped it up. I thought it was fine. It was a fine movie to watch. I'll probably never watch it again. Um, but no, it wasn't, wasn't anything special. It wasn't great. Great. It's not the word I would use for it. Uh, the original Top Gun, though, I really did not like oof, that at all. And, and also, why do they go to the beach in fucking around. denim all the time? Don't they own swim trunks or shorts? They Pretty have sure to go in fucking th- denim. Throw back to the original. But I know, but fine. even then, why are they going to the beach and playing volleyball in jeans? I don't understand that. 80s movie. A little gripe that I have. I won't accept it. I was born in 89, so the 80s mean nothing to me. Um, <laughs> all right, Philly all around there. Yeah, that got that off your chest. I'm glad. Sorry, we, I don't know. We were talking about planes and birds and i went on a rant i can't help myself <laughs> can't wait to announce my um, tabbies next week man. arizona against san francisco nobody is playing for arizona uh san francisco still betting for a one seed i can't even pretend like i'm gonna take the cardinals in this one give, give me, me the, the purdy, niners give me the purdy niners i like that the purdy niners Ooh. purdy niners is that who you're going with tim another purdy game man all right that's a pretty good pick San Francisco all around. So I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different picks. Uh-oh. And I have four games left Uh-oh. to, I need to do three to, or I'm sorry, only two because I need nine. So uh, let's go. Los Angeles at Seattle. Seattle battling for a playoff spot. Los Angeles will be I having Baker Mayfield. Uh, you guys know where I stand on this. I, my buddy Craig is rooting for a Seahawks loss. He doesn't even want to go to the playoffs. He wants a draft pick, but I think Baker Mayfield's going to, going to ruin his Sunday and let him make the playoffs. And give me the Seahawks. Yeah, give me the Seahawks in this one as well. Geno Smith is just having himself a year. Tim? <laughs> another another poor bird with uh, bron- what sounds like bronchitis. I'm not a vet. I can't, what's up, Robert? I, I can't diagnose. What's up, Robert? <laughs> Birds of a feather <laughs> die together. There we go. Clearly. That's better. I like that. I don't even know what a fucking Seahawks sounds like. Honestly, but I trust that it's close to that. That sounds good enough for me. Um, Next up, we have Dallas against Washington. This is a tough one because Dallas uh, needs to win. They, they want to keep their seating alive. And Washington stinks. They announced today that they are going to be starting Sam Howell out of North Carolina, the rookie getting his first career NFL start. Got to go Dallas. <laughs> what? You're going Washington? No, no, Dallas, I said. I, I'm no. going Washington. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. Oh, yeah. I thought you were looking you at me. You didn't hear that laugh? I'm, I heard the laugh. I'm, I thought you like I'm, read something. I'm giving you the, your, your eighth one here. Okay. Kyle wants to make it interesting. You're going to Washington. Yep. All right. Kyle's going with the Timothy Washington Commanders. And yeah. Tim? America's team, man. All right, Tim. Only says, because I, I don't... Is that Washington? Because they're in D.C., the nation's capital? No, I'm just kidding. I know the Cowboys. That's Think about it. I like that. <laughs> um, but no... Uh... Yeah, Dallas. I just think they're gonna they're gonna beat the fuck out of them. This poor rookie's not gonna stand a chance. They lose this game. Jerry Jones uh, is gonna go down like Hamlet. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, absolutely not. They would fire Mike Mike McCarthy immediately after the game if he loses to fucking Sam Howell. Let's be honest. Uh, then we have Sunday Night Football, the game of the week potentially. You've got Detroit against Green Bay. Win and you're in for the playoffs. Ooh, this is a um, this is a really fun one. I know who I'm picking. Uh, I hope Kyle picks with who he's picked all year because it will be an opposite pick, but I can't go against my boy A-Rod, so I will be going with Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to let you down on this one because I feel this is a very big game for them. They have to win. So, yeah, I'm giving me the Packers. All right. This is tough. But I just can't He's wait. going Lions. 
to see that discount double check. I, I can't oh, you son it. of a bitch. <laughs> I can't erase this, Tim. This is a damn pen. I don't have white eyes. Oh, hit it with the swerve. <laughs> hit it with the swerve. I just get so, I, I go into a trance when Tim starts singing Lion King songs. I love it. I just started writing. Hit him with the swerve. Well, I guess now I have this big, ugly fucking black mark I got to cross out on my page. Tim, you ruined it. It looked beautiful going in. No, actually, I fucked up when, uh, when I was writing the Falcons for Kyle, I usually just write the city initials. And I started writing Falcon, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I had to switch it and write Falcon it in like, Um, And that gets us to the one final game, the make or break potentially for us, or we end in a tie, which if we do a tie, I guess we'll just agree to this now. Uh, the tie will be decided by the playoff picks. That's fine. We'll restart the picks in the playoffs for a tie. If we're There not is in no a tie, possible way those, four, those all eight are hitting, but if, it's fine. If we don't, I'm just, just saying, if we don't end in a tie, then we will do separate picks for the playoffs. We'll, we'll think of something else. It'll be a, a way lesser punishment, but just a nice little fun start from scratch. And we'll let Tim start from the beginning and we could add all three of us. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it ends up with Tim getting some nipple clamps on him or something. I don't know. We haven't thought Ooh. of the punishment yet. Could be good. Has no, to you keep know him, I, I will fully commit. He got way too pierce. excited for that. So we got to do something he'll, else. He he'll keep him on it. during the entire episode of ours once. I'll we'll, fully commit and get the nipple pierce. We'll be like, all right, Tim, uh, the first week is, you know, uh, Dallas against uh, I don't even know Seattle and Tim will be like, Oh, the Browns. He wants to lose. He wants his nipples played with. I know what he's into. I know it's what his like kink Elf is. In the movie Elf where he's like, Santa's coming. Nipple clips are coming. That's gonna be Tim. Tim's like, I'm coming as he's rubbing his new pierced nipples. Um, yeah. Um, so let's go with, uh, yeah, right. Lee picked the Steelers. You don't say. I feel like there's going to be two other hillbillies picking them on Saturday, but we'll find that out on Saturday. Ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah, they're going to play the song from, uh, What's this, what's that movie? Doing banjos. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know the movie it's from though. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Brother, we're it. out thou or whatever. Or? No, no, it's the old movie where the guys get raped in the woods. Deliverance. Oh, that's it. Holy you never, Christ! You never seen that movie? No, I don't think so. No, now, I have not. Oh God, far. Check out. No, it, it really <laughs> happens. The movie Deliverance is about these guys who go camping and they're they're surrounded by these hillbillies and they're these fucking hillbillies are yeah Deliverance. They're playing the the banjo song. The guys go out camping in the woods and those fucking hillbillies follow them and just start raping them. It's fucking crazy. Check it out. Weird movie. Speaking of fucked up movies from like the 80s or whatever, this is one worth watching. This will stick with you. Um, I think it stuck with me without watching it. I, I, don't, think, it, oh. I think it stuck with some people. <laughs> you want some movies? I'll tell you guys some. Check out a Serbian film if you ever get a chance. That's oh, name. God. A Serbian film. Uh, if you want one that you'll never forget, find that somewhere and watch it and then report back to me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but back to the picks. Cleveland against Pittsburgh. This is a... I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... Yeah, see, Adam knows Deliverance, man. It's a fucking wild movie. I can't believe you guys have never seen it. Um, this could make or break the season. I might have to go opposite of Kyle just out of spite to uh, to win the picks, or maybe he makes a pick that I just don't agree with, and I go opposite. But I, I will... just, I just, I, I, you know, Browns have nothing to play for, but they have None. everything to play for. It's to just ruin the Steelers' season. And that, However, to me, is just fun. Yeah. Um, and I think they think it that way too. I mean, you like you said, they don't take rivalries as serious as 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 fans do. But there's a little bit of them yeah. that would love to sweep the Steelers in a regular season, right? We haven't oh, done it in a long time. I want to sweep. I also like it is funny to me because like like Lee said, even Lisa doesn't want him in the playoffs. When you listen to Steel City Renneg Renegades, excuse me, regularly, um, they're not even that sold on Kenny Pickett. They're happy when the Steelers win, which of course most most fans should be. Uh, I wasn't the biggest Baker fan, but I was happy when the Browns won with him. Uh, I just think that they realize Kenny Pickett really has a lot to prove. There's a lot of changes that need to be made. They need to get rid of Matt Canada uh, to see if Kenny Pickett is somebody they can build off of. So 
It would be really funny, though, to just rain on their parade and ruin their season. I do think Harris is going to have a game against us because our run defense is trash. Sure. Um, and um, But their offensive line's trash. Wait, so, who? Oh, Najee Harris. Yeah, 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 Harris, yeah. I think, but our their offensive line's trash as well. So it could be just a cancel each other out, basically. Um, but no, I mean, I'm I'm taking the Browns. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking the home team here. I, I think the I think uh, Watson comes out has yet another game. I don't think the weather is going to be anything crazy this weekend. It's going to be a little colder, but nothing that no, they it's saw like to be pretty decent. Like it's it's like regular I think 40s or something like that. Yeah. Weather, nothing crazy. Um, but I think it's going to be a fun game. I think we have enough to overcome their defense. Um, defense. And the only thing that scares me is Fitzpatrick, but that's that's it. So yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, don't fucking pick them. No, I can't do it. I don't think. I got uh yeah no no there's you got a better chance of Franco Harris suiting up on Sunday than Oof. you do of me picking the fucking Steelers. Wow. Give me the Browns. There's no way I'm picking the wow. Steelers. Wow. If if my random picks that I made happen to work, we are ending in a tie and I am okay with that. There's I can't go against the fucking Browns. Not Franco Harris, Justin. <laughs> yeah, no. No, he like I said he's got a better first, chance of being out there on first Sunday. First time here, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, fuck Franco Harris. I hope the Browns go out there and all make fun of him during the game. Um <laughs> I hope we win on a catch that's almost touching the ground, but it actually is a catch unlike Franco Harris. Um, I hope there's a little 32 whatever painted on the field and one of the Browns players after the games drops his pants, takes a huge shit on it because the season's over. Who gives a fuck? Do whatever you want. Take a piss on it, shit on it. I don't care. Fuck Franco Harris. Fuck the Steelers. Fuck that stadium. Fuck all those hillbillies. Go Browns. 2-0 against that team this year. Let's bring this shit home. Let's put them in their place. Let's pick off Kenny Pickett. Who's thrown what six touchdowns all year? That's fucking embarrassing in a seventeen game season. Uh, super fucking embarrassing. Yeah, you got me rolling now, Adam. Um, <laughs> well, we didn't hear we didn't hear Tim's pick yet because he did go on the Steelers show, so he might pick Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Tim knows where his loyalty lies. But Bo predict. Oh God. Going back with my my last pick, twenty one in the first half. Twenty one for, for the Browns or just Watson three touchdowns. Watson three touchdowns. Okay. And a Browns win, I'm assuming. Yes, Browns okay. win, um, thirty-two to seventeen. <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, a win's a win. Uh, I didn't do a bold prediction this week. I didn't even think about it. Uh, at this point, my main focus is just on trying to make the fucking comeback before I worry about my bold prediction. So I got nothing. <laughs> I also don't even know who's going to be playing. I don't want to make a bold prediction and be like, okay, I think Justin Herbert does this, and they're like, yeah, they're not going to play Justin Herbert this week. So fuck a bold prediction. It is what it is. If I lose, I will lose like a man and reap the consequences. It is what it is. Um. But yeah, there's no way I'm going against the fucking Browns against the Steelers, especially when we're going to be on the show on Saturday. Uh, Chipper and Dave are, are are taking a Greyhound to Pittsburgh, and they're going to sleep in the woods or whatever the fuck weird Steeler fans do, like Brokeback Mountain. I wanted nothing to do with it. I appreciate the invite, thanks, boys. But a lot of one way streets in Pittsburgh. I only play for one street, and that those guys apparently go down multiple streets, have fun <laughs> camping together. Um, I set that up and teed it up. Earlier. Yeah. With that being said, yeah, give me. Give me the Browns. Yeah, those two are going to play Deliverance. They're, that's why they had to rent a car together because they, they couldn't fit their banjos and their their personal vehicles. So those two can have a good time. Uh, I am going to go with the Cleveland Browns, and then we got a clean sweep here with everybody. Uh, Chipper sucks. I love that comment from Robert. Just straight up, <laughs> Chipper sucks. Like that's it. Um, and just like how their weekend's going to start. Yeah. So Robert, welcome. You you were a little late getting with us. Um, we are actually yeah. I'll come up with a bold prediction on Saturday's show because I didn't think of one tonight. I'll have time. Uh, but Robert, if you have a chance, uh, Saturday from noon to two, we will be live on Steel City Renegades. And uh, who knows? Maybe after the show, maybe we run to uh, uh, Front Street Social and have a couple beers. So if any of you guys are local, you guys ever want to drink with talking about balls, 
You ever wanted to come out and have a couple brewskis with the boys? Here's your chance. Let's do that. You want to do that? Let's, Let's do it officially on the show on the fly. Uh, Saturday, about 2.15, give or take. If you want to get there at 2 and get us a table, that would be greatly appreciated. It might not be that busy. I don't know. Uh, we'll go to Front Street Social after we do the show with uh, Lee Chipper and Dave on Saturday. And you can meet with uh, talking about balls. Tim, if you're free, you're more than welcome to join. Obviously, don't feel inclined. I don't blame you if you don't want to hang around those guys. Fully understand. Um, but yeah, I check it out. friend's birthday party. Okay. I don't blame you. Probably going to be a better time. Uh, oh, you got to work. All right. Yeah. But honestly, anybody out there, if you guys are free on Saturday, go to front street social. I'll go up there and have a couple, uh, near gassets, the official beer from jaws, the jaws beer. I love it. Uh, check it out there. Come, come hang out with us. I'd be happy to meet some of you guys that I've never met in person. They don't open till three. Uh, well, you know what? Fuck it. There's grindstone tap house underneath us or whatever, or cornerstone brewery. I mean, uh, Mike's bar and grills right down Mike's the over there. And there's also what's his face. And then across there's the street. Uh, boss chicken and, yep. and waffles or whatever the fuck. Um, so there, there's there's places that have alcohol within a mile to be of had here. all over Front Street. We will find something. So if you are somebody that wants to come out and meet us, uh, we'll we'll figure it all out. Meet us meet us outside of Cornerstone Brewery at about two o'clock. We'll come down and we'll walk to whatever bar happens to be open and willing to sell us beer. So we'll see you then. Uh, but without further ado, we will do just the tip. As always, Tim will go, and I have a feeling Tim's might have something to do with Sunday night. Take it away, my friend. It definitely does have something to do with Sunday night, and that is going to be a hilarity. So the sixth annual 50-ish first jokes. Um, I will be one of the performers. Um, I did see Tyrone Gaines will be a part of it. I'm pretty sure Nancy Abraham uh, will be part of it. Um, sorry, that's my mic. Uh, no, you're good. Reminiscing on Dynatech. But um takes me back. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be fun. Show starts at seven. I still don't know if there's a ticket price or if it's free. Um, I just know I'm gonna walk in because I'm performing. <laughs> um, I will be there pretty early. Uh, but the show starts at six. I'm sorry, show starts at seven. Um, it it's gonna be fun. Um, I I, I can't wait to see some of the other comedians. I can't wait to just network with them. Um, uh, I do have a goal for this year, and that is to get ten thousand followers on Instagram. So, um, I where are you at now? I'm at 2,000, like 2,500, something like that. Um, well, I'm happy to be one of them. Hey, <laughs> um, one since day one, my man. There we go. I, I think that's what the kids say. I heard that once or twice. <laughs> that's definitely what they say. <laughs> um, so if you uh want to also be one of my followers, you can follow me now, Tim Buck 2 that is T I M B U K T U underscore 31 on Instagram. Um, I would love for you to be a part of the first 10,000. Cause it's definitely going up from there, um, but I definitely plan on getting some, some fans or at least some some people that want to follow me at a at the show this this Sunday. That's January eighth um, at Hilarities Downtown on East Fourth in Euclid. Uh, please come out and enjoy enjoy some good comedy. Oh my bad, I was talking to Kyle about the <laughs> score. You're good, you're good, you're good. Um, but yeah, that's it for me. Uh, Hell yeah! I'm Obviously, excited. guys. Tim Buck too is just as part of talking about balls as Kyle and myself. So give him a follow. If you guys follow us, follow Tim. Please help him get to that ten thousand. Go Please. check out a show on Sunday. Support Tim. Tim does so much fucking comedy. I'm actually really excited for sports to be taking a slowdown so I can go to some of Tim's shows. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Sunday night, I got a lot of good football. I got to watch my man. They they couldn't have picked a worse night in time for for that show. If I'm being honest, so do, do it was you better your, for me. Do you, have your yeah, one, you don't care. You can go. Do you have your one joke picked out yet? <laughs> have you, do you know what it is now? Yes. Is it the okay. same one you were thinking about last week? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Is Hell it, yeah. Is it, is it a one liner or is it like a built story joke? It's a built story, but it's a quick like built story. I like it. Um, it's not even like a story. It's really just like 
real shit. <laughs> I love it. Go check Tim out if you get a chance. Go to this Sunday, uh, Sunday Night Hilarity, 7 o'clock. Uh, or get there at 6. Get there early. You can go have a couple drinks, hilarities, and pick Wick and Frolic. They're going to bar establishment. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, they've got everything you can think of. They've got beers. They've good got food. IPAs, good food. Uh, and then you get to go watch a comedy show. So go check it out and support Tim. Uh, when you get there, look, go to Tim and tell him, talking about balls sent you. Again, I want this shit to spread. So tell everybody talking balls. about balls sent you. Um, but yeah, check them out. 50, 50-ish first jokes. Great concept. I'm actually, I really like that idea. <clears throat> and then now, without oh, further ado. My pick. Uh, so I've been on a roll of watching just like, I don't know. Gay uh, porno. Yes. <laughs> gay porno. <laughs> Grinder.com. Hey, we don't judge here on talking about balls. Uh, whatever you're show into. called Treason just hit Netflix. <clears throat> For those of you who've seen Daredevil, you, you this guy doesn't look, uh, this guy looks familiar to you. Charlie Cox, he, hell of an actor. Uh, it is weird for the first two episodes watching the show, realizing he's not blind because I'm used to seeing him play a blind guy. And like he's, his eyes are looking everywhere. Like, wait, hold on, is he playing a blind guy again? Um, basically, what the show is is it he he speaks in his native tongue. He's from Britain, so he he has he plays an MI6 operative, and um, he the basic part of his starts of the show is that his boss gets uh, killed, and he takes over as head of the uh, MI6. Which, if MI6, for you don't know, is basically the CIA over in England. Mm. And uh, so the whole show, it's like he's supposed to be the good guy, but then things happen as the episodes go on where people start questioning his loyalty, things he's been doing. Uh, it's a hell of a show. It's only eight episodes long. I'm not sure if they're going to do a season two because they did kind of wrap up season one pretty well, um, but it's definitely worth a watch. 45-minute episodes, easy to watch, easy to get into, kind of like Jack Ryan when I talked about last week. It's definitely worth watching. Absolutely. Uh, Tim, you got a question there. You said the show is free on Sunday? I don't know if the show is free. Okay. Um, um, I don't. I don't. I don't know how much it is. I mean, hilarity. I don't expect hilarities to be free. Right. But um, I don't think it's a it's super expensive either. Yeah. So Robert, definitely check it out if you get a chance. Uh, Sunday night at hilarities. If I can find out for you, it will be on my page, Timbuktu underscore thirty one. That's why you got to follow my boy. You'll find everything you need to know. All right, and my tip for this week is a surprise album. I didn't know this album was going to be coming out. Uh, one of James my favorite Bond bands. Daredevil, yes, sorry. <laughs> I am wearing their shirt right now, actually. Fireworks is one of my favorite bands. They put out an album. I won't bore you with details. Uh, 2014 was a very, very weird year for me. I don't like who I was that year. I won't go into detail, but uh, they put out an album that's from this shirt that I'm wearing now. It's called uh, Oh Common Life. It meant a lot to me. It really came out at a really good time in my life, and uh, I needed it. And I love this band right after they released this album. I loved it. And they went on a hiatus. You never know how long a hiatus is going to be for a band. And they ended up going on one for nearly 10 years. And I think right during COVID, they announced they were working on new music. And I was so fucking excited. And they released one song in a teaser. And they said they had a new album in the works and it'd be coming out soon. And I was so fucking excited. And then COVID happened and that they had to shelf their al- shelf their album And I didn't know if they were ever going to come out with it. And I kind of had given up. And all of a sudden, uh, New Year's Eve rolls around. The ball drops. I'm excited. I'm drinking. I'm having fun. I get ready to leave. My phone goes off. Fireworks had tweeted that they uh, released an album out of nowhere. No warning. Not telling anybody anything. Dropped a whole album, like 11 songs, 12 songs, whatever. And it's fucking great. It's really cool. They have progressed as musicians. They've progressed in their sound. It doesn't sound like every other. Like I like when bands change a little bit. Uh, this album is great. It's aged. It shows their maturity. Uh, it's really good. Really just a fantastic album. I love this band. They're personally, they're one of my top five favorite bands. A lot of people have probably never even heard of them. I wear this hoodie a lot and people are always like fireworks. What does that mean? Is that like literally fireworks? I'm like, no, it's a fucking band from Detroit. Um, 
but I love them. And this album came out, so give it a listen if you're into like pop punkish kind of music. Uh, if you're into bands like The Wonder Years, which I love, they're one of my favorites also, then you'll probably like uh, Fireworks. So check it out. It's called Higher Lonely Power. It just came out uh, over the weekend. Give it a listen if you get a chance. It's on iTunes, everything, everywhere you can find music. So check them out. I love Fireworks. I'm happy that they're back. Uh, what a great surprise for the new year. Um, really uh, detailed cover art. So that, uh, that uh, Yeah, that's album. they used to have like literally the back of this hoodie. You guys can't see it at home. I'm not going to get up and turn around because I'm lazy. Uh, but that was the album covers they used to have. They looked like somebody just kind of like sketched them on a napkin, yeah. like cartoony looking shit. Then this one comes out and it's literally just a picture of like a field of like trees and fucking pl- flowers. I don't know. It's cool. I like it. I what like kind of change. music is it comparable to? Because I've only listened to like one or two songs. Um, this album, I would compare it more for like the Wonder Years. If you're okay. familiar yeah, with yeah, them, it's like yeah. uh, I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's like more mature pop punk. Like there was pop punk from ten years ago that, and then these guys all got older and their music started getting more mature and more like uh, personable. Uh, so it's like that. It's really hard to explain, but give it a listen if you if you get a chance. Uh, I'm really happy that it came out. So check them out. And that's gonna do it for everybody here. And on behalf of everybody at Talking About Balls. He put pineapple juice in his drink. How dumb. Thank you, everybody.